too late, dude. We're we're rolling. All right. All right. We're sitting here with uh, Dakota Johnson today. How's it going? Not too bad, dude. How are you? Good. How was your day at work? Other than hot. <laughs> it was hot, but it uh, it wasn't bad. Good. It wasn't bad. Yesterday sucked, but today was all right. What What was so shitty or sucky about yesterday? Just everything broke down. We're <laughs> 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 rolling on half staff, so. Yeah. I can see that. Well, the heat doesn't help, does it? Nope. Stress on the machines. Nope. Stress on the people. Nope. People not giving a fuck. That's about it, yeah. yeah. We're running less boats and uh, more breakdowns, so it doesn't really make any sense. It's the heat? Yeah. Well, and, I mean, you got to remember, too, dude, when you're pushing quantity like we're pushing, there's not really time for maintenance or quality. So no. You're going to get what you get. Yeah, and yeah. only one shift, so when do we get in to do the important stuff? Yep. On the first shift, dude, that's that's it. <laughs> the only shift. Yep. Well, that's the thing, dude. Like, now that, like, like you said, we're slowing down, perfect, you know? Now it's the time for people to be like, hey, this has been fucking bothering me. Yeah, but then they're like, going to yeah, say something. We got to work Saturday. Yeah, dude. <laughs> what are you fuck, talking about? Fuck <laughs> that. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yep, we paid you a holiday. Now you're going to work 40. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. You're going to earn that holiday. Yeah, man. So, other than that, how's your... Got anything going? Any big plans for the summer? Ooh. I know you just took a vacay. Yep. I was at uh, my brother's wedding this past weekend Mm -hmm. in Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Oh, Wisconsin, huh? Yep. I didn't know that. Over in Wisconsin. Up in uh, Door County in the peninsula. No shit. Yep. Bro. Yep. Did you take the long way? No, we ferried. (laughs) Ferried. I've drove over to Minnesota too many times. Yeah, we hopped on the ferry, cruised, had some vodka mixers, and damn, on the ferry. Oh yeah, they got all kinds of activities up in there. That's living lux. There's a that's living lux museum. We were curious about the weight of the boat. We were like, let's go to the museum. We go by the museum. There's old people sleeping on every bench. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, we'll avoid the wax museum for now. Old people isn't like homeless people, or just that time of day? Just that time, and there's comfy. Yeah. Good-sized bench. (laughs) (laughs) They got yoga mats rolled out on the bench, dude. They got rooms, but they cost 30 bucks, so, you know. Damn. Take a bench. How long was the ferry? Four hours. And they couldn't make it. (laughs) (laughs) They got offshore, and they were like, there's nothing to see. (laughs) I don't know what it's like yet. I'm not there, but... Damn. Someday we'll find out. Fuck. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I get like that when it gets hot. I get lazy. I'll be like, I got a list of shit to do, and then just thinking about the shit I got to do exhausts me. So I can assume, you know, that they're probably in the same boat, no pun intended, where they're like, you know, when I get ashore again, I've got to do this, that, and the other. And then they have the experience and wisdom to be like, now is the perfect time to nap, so I have energy to do this, that, and the other. I don't know, man. But what about the museum? Nobody wants to stumble around old people in there. Hmm. You know what you should have done? Thrown a crankbait off the back, dude. <laughs> just fucking trolled for four hours, dude. You'd have caught something. I don't know if they'd let you, honestly. Why? I don't know. You're a paying, you're a patron. What's going to happen? Your line gets tangled? and It ain't going to kill the prop. You're that not going like, to seize it, dude. <laughs> things like half your house, dude. <laughs> yeah, that'd be... 
I think that would have been the way to go. Yeah, did I don't you, know. I did just you, drank. Were there, <laughs> that's, the, that's the other way to go. Maybe a combination of the two. Yeah. Just holding yeah. a rod, drinking fucking seltzers. <laughs> were there seagulls following you or how'd oh, that yeah. work? Yeah. yeah. Once we, uh, once we came towards the shore on the other side, when it starts stirring up dirt, mm-hmm. seagulls are just everywhere. That's what I'm saying. I was like, man, it'd be cool if you could shoot seagulls. I mean, it would have been pretty cool to fucking rip a crank through that shit, too. He's <laughs> <laughs> just casting hooks. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, my grandpa was telling me a story of my uncle hooking a seagull. Semi-intentionally, maybe intentionally. Just off a of floating Rapala, throwing it out and letting it fucking hit it. I did that once. Stupid. I threw a treble out. I might have been kind of aimed at it, but I thought there's no way. <laughs> there's no way that'll hit it. Well, the hook didn't get it, but it wrapped around the bird. Yep. His I feet? Had to, I had to reel it in. <laughs> cut the line. I didn't want to make the poor guy tor- torture. <laughs> so the whole time he's coming in with a treble hook dangling, dude, you're like, I don't really want to wrestle this guy. <laughs> he's he, armed. He looked like he was wrestling something on the way in. <laughs> oh, you didn't tangle his feet? <laughs> he was just kind of flailing on the way Damn. He wanted to fly, but he had a line on him. That's, I'm not going to lie, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. Never done it. I, I, I'm not going to lie, I have tried. You know, you catch like a little bluegill or something that you can't get the hook out of, and you just kind of toss it out there and let it do its thing, and you're like, oh, yeah. Gonna yeah me I'll one. get that motherfucker. Haven't had it happen yet. But there's two people now I know of that have reeled in a seagull. It'll happen. It. I tried to help him out, but he was angry. Yeah, dude. Do they bite? <laughs> I'm sure it would. It was snapping at me. Damn. So how much line did you actually have to, like, give him to cut? Or did you, like, get him close and then just cut him free? Got him close and cut, cut him. him. Okay. It wasn't wrapped around his wings. but Okay. Hopefully it came off there at some point. And <laughs> he's not, like, on the, on, a, on a commercial where someone's saving a seagull. <laughs> Hopefully it came off at some point. Mm-hmm. Man. I wonder if you could legally use one as bait for pike. I don't think you can legally do anything with them. Hmm. That's kind of shitty. But if you there's accidentally did. Well, I mean, there's duckling fucking lures, but can you use a duckling? Or has it got to be a fake duckling? Probably fake. Hmm. Because my argument would be, you go to Tractor Supply, Is if you have a receipt on deck, like, does that work? I have an onboard receipt, DNR whips up, he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And you're like, <laughs> America, dude. <laughs> fishing. He might have died under the light, so I figured I'd get rid of him this way. Yeah, he was the weakest of the bunch. I mean, I caught him with my hands, officer. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to make it. Yeah. Stupid. Have you ever seen the videos of, like, pike hitting ducklings or bass hitting ducklings? I don't think so. Bro. Hold on. Let let me take a drink of this porch rocker. All right. You could have carried on that. (laughs) (laughs) You could have filled that silence. It's my first time, man. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot of good videos of, like, ducklings getting smacked by pike or bass. But, uh... Have you ever noticed how, like, loons and swans carry their ducklings on their back? Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I think that's an evolution. I think I've talked about it on here before, but I think that's an evolution of like birds of the north or more northern birds and northern pike kind of and muskie kind of co-evolving. Like I think that's kind of like co-evolution, symbiotic. Trying to keep them safe. Yeah, because I mean, not symbiotic is like they rely on the pike, obviously, but like they're growing up in waters where there's monster pike. I know you've seen these Canadian pike, these fucking oh, yeah. mammoths. You definitely want to jump in the water with them. Yeah, and I, something like that, I'm assuming, would probably still take out a loon, like a full size adult, but I don't know. But I think that's kind of an evolutionary trait. Is they're like, get the ducklings out of the water, otherwise, none of us make it. Because we're living on a lake full of fucking freshwater sharks, dude. How, how do they survive without their mom after, though? What do you mean? Well, they they get bigger. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but they got to swim around alone and little for a while. Yeah, yeah. But usually, like, from what I've noticed, they're swimming alone in the shallows for the most part. That's true. But they're also in a line where yeah. where they look just like one big log on the surface or... I'm assuming if you're looking up at them, they look like either a floating pike or like a log, because they're literally nose to fucking tail feathers, yeah, you know, yeah, beak to true. tail feather. But on that occasion, you get a straggler, dude. They don't last long. Probably not. No. I mean, we fuck, we, we've seen them plenty of times where there will be like 10 ducklings around this mom and then like four around this other mom, and you're just like, that's a shitty mom, dude. <laughs> The shitty mom. She's just out there sailing across deep water with her ducklings. You know what I mean? Like help them, help them other out. Yeah, for real. I mean, what else do you do? But yeah, man. So these weddings, they've been wild. Anything, anything good happen at this last one? This last one was uh, was good actually. Okay, no issues. Nothing crazy. <laughs> I uh, I kept the drinking down a little bit on this last one compared to. That's probably what it was. The one the weekend before. It's probably what it was. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a scientist, so I don't know 100%, but my assumptions would be that a lot of it's not necessarily you and the alcohol, but, you know, people. Yep. People get brave on alcohol. Oh, yeah. Liquid courage. Yeah. So. Yeah. There is that element that, you know, you get a little tipsy and then somebody else is like, now I got him. Mm-hmm. He's drunk. I'm not that drunk, but he's, I he, I can take him, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. And then I'm not going to back down, so. Uh, yeah, how can you? Blackout or not, you know you're not going to, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the wedding before was rough, though. Yeah, that's what you were saying. Yeah. Wedding itself was good. And then we decided to go to the Bob after. Mm-hmm. Walk me through that. I'm going to adjust your mic a little bit. All right. You're good. So, we leave the wedding, it's like 10.30, everybody was going home, and one other kid that goes to Grand Rapids, a college down there, he's like, let's go to the Bob. I'm like, all right, we're doing good. <laughs> so, me and the wife roll to the Bob, <laughs> we get up to the top level, we're hanging out, I think we had, I don't know, four rounds, an hour and a half. Mm. Maybe two. Of? Maybe two hours. Of? It's kind of mixing it up. Okay. Like Captain and Coke. Oh, yeah, that's not too bad. Finished with uh, Tito's Vodka. Or no, Tito's Red Bull. He iced Tito's it with the Tito's and Red Bull? Yeah, Tito's Red Bull. Damn. You never had that? 
No. That's good. Get I mean, it. I can see it'd be good. Vodka and Red Bull's good, but... Get you a little energy. But you, that's how you iced it? Yeah, I finished her out. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> I didn't know where you finished it. I didn't know. <laughs> then I don't know. They they, they might have put something else in there. I'm not really sure. <laughs> so you didn't so, know you were finishing. All you knew was you were refueling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> well... My buddy Mike was like, yeah, we're going to roll out. It was like, it was about one in the morning. We're like, okay, we'll follow you out. We're just going to get an Uber and go back to the hotel. It was only a five-minute ride. As one does. And we got about halfway down, and my wife goes, I got to go to the bathroom. She's like, all right, I'll wait. <laughs> and as I'm waiting, my memory goes away. Waiting outside the bathroom? Yep. Okay. And it's like a proven thing that I would never leave her. So I don't know what happened. <laughs> Wait, how was this proven? Uh, we were at the wayside one time. Okay. Those guards tried to kick me out. Mm-hmm. And I pushed through them and said, I'm going to get my wife first. <laughs> <laughs> so it's on record that you're not just going to leave without her. Yeah. Fair enough. Yep. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> she she come out of the bathroom and I'm gone. Nowhere to be found. So she sits down and waits thinking I'm going to come back. And I remember two glimpses. I remember looking up in security saying, do we need to call the cops? <laughs> and I said, no. Okay. I said, no. <laughs> and, they, and then it goes away again. And then I remember being on the corner of the street holding dude in a headlock as tight as I could. <laughs> okay, that's right. <laughs> and, yeah, okay. And, then two, <laughs> and then two guys came at me and then it's all gone again. So tight that you tore pectorals, dude. Just, I think, yeah, I think, <laughs> I, I think I squeezed him so hard I fractured a rib. <laughs> Your rib. Yep, my own rib. Yeah. Damn. And I had a little <laughs> little head trauma. I'm not sure what that's from. <laughs> <laughs> then my brother's wedding was the next weekend, so I'm like, I hope this goes away. <laughs> yeah, let me let me just pump the brakes. I'm coming up on a hill. <laughs> you know, let me be proactive. Yep. Did you uh, end up calling the club to get a playback? I I thought about it, but then I was like, you know what? It's the Bob. It probably happens like every night. Yeah. But I feel like, I don't know. I might have been a little different. Yeah, but I feel like if you would have come at him with like, uh, hey, so I I need to send a card or a formal letter of apology <laughs> somewhere. Could you please help me piece together at least people that were involved in the story, so I could contact and figure out what happened. I think they'd have probably worked with you. But maybe they need to send me an apology. I don't know. Yeah, but that's how you come at them to get the information. Nobody says you have one in the mail and you're or on your desk. You're just waiting to fucking put an address. On. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you're just like I need to know. I need to be in contact with because I might be in a position where I need to apologize. Yeah, maybe. And then they 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 let you know who it was, and then the first interaction is you motherfucking piece of shit. It's like, all right, no, I don't need to apologize. You know? <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. He's still mad, you know. I thought about it. What maybe trying to get video or something? Oh, dude, just to yeah. see. Yeah, dude. You know? <laughs> like nine camera angles, dude. <laughs> well, the way I figure it is, someone probably said something to me outside the bathroom, mm-hmm. and that got me outside. Mm-hmm. Whether it started inside or not, don't know. It probably did. And then security probably threw me out. And then I probably said, I'm going back in. 
to get my wife. Mm-hmm. There is and, record of that. And they probably didn't like that. Being that there's prior history, I would say that's a safe bet. Also, I would say that likely it got physical before you went outside because yeah. you were waiting for your wife. Yep. So I feel like, if anything, you'd have been like, hold on a minute. Mm-hmm. My wife's in the bathroom, and then we can go outside. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, no. <laughs> yeah. Like right now. Yep. So I feel like you probably weren't the first person to put hands on anybody. I don't think so. And I feel like, honestly, just knowing you, I feel like a death grip headlock is more of a reactive thing than a proactive thing. It's true. I mean, I guess I could see it being situational if you're surrounded by, like, four ninjas and you get a hold of one. Yeah, you're just going to take him out with you. But Maybe. I don't know. I just remember I was squeezing for my life, mm-hmm. obviously. Fractured a rib. Right. <laughs> but... Internal bleeding. Yeah, just a little. Self-induced. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I guess, then, I guess I could see that. So here's the weirdest part is my wife kind of forgot, like, the whole bathroom. And then, so she was sloshed up. That's why I'm thinking we got, we might have got Molly or date raped or something. Damn. Okay. I don't know. All right. We both lost it at the same time. We were fine all day. Damn. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that? That's kind of weird. Well, let me ask you this then, before you get much deeper. How often do you black out? Not even with excessive alcohol consumption, but with heavy. With excessive, often. Yeah. Well, that's what I say. Not with excessive, because obviously excessive tends to lead to blackouts or poisoning or something. So. Yeah. I've never got poisoning, though. So heavy. But heavy. No, not really. Okay. So it's got to get into the excessive realm. Or like a smack in the head or or, or a drug or something. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So you were, so based on that, would you say you were drinking heavy? Four heavy. rounds doesn't seem. I'd say heavy. Okay. But not, right. not over the top. Okay. Mm-mm. Because it was hard to get drinks anyways. Now, how often does your wife black out? Like never. Okay. So then that, <laughs> just based on that evidence, I would say you were slipped something. How about, it's possible. Were your drinks bubbling at any point? I have no idea. Who looks Who looks at a Tito's Red Bull? That's good. Fair enough. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I go to hometown bars and, <laughs> and like date rape's not a thing. No, it's not. Well, I mean I guess it could be. It's not the drug itself that's the issue. It's more or less like somebody getting a female heavily intoxicated. Yeah. That's yeah. the issue. Yep. I've had my ass kicked at parties because, well, you know me, sarcastic. Yep. But I mean there's always like a slice of truth sometimes. And there's been times where I've been like but dude, you can't get in her pants without getting her drunk. And then it's like, dude just flies off the handle, loses his shit, you know? Like three things. He gets emasculated, mm-hmm. right? In front of a chick. Get that testosterone flowing. And then in front of his friends. But then he, he gets called out for the truth. And there's no way to really deny what's happening. But then, like, it's not that you're a savior, but, like, you give this female relief. Like, okay, cool, I'm not the only one that's kind of seeing this like maybe i don't have to be pressured into this and then it's like all those things fucking merge to physical confrontation (laughs) yep and i mean that might have been the easiest way to do it would be just slip someone a fucking roof maybe just be like hey have one drink and i'll come back in 25 minutes (laughs) so 
So my wife finally stands up after waiting for me for I don't know how long, I guess. And she walks outside, and I'm nowhere to be found. She, <laughs> she dude, doesn't make sense. <laughs> what? Nowhere to be found. So it gets weirder. She looks around, doesn't see me, takes her shoes off, and starts running down the road. Running? Yep. <laughs> what? Dude. That's what I told her. I said, you probably looked more sketch running. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I was scared. I'm like, okay, I understand, but just relax. I get it. But yeah, and now you're calling attention to yourself. And But she was in like a skirt and heels from the wedding. Mm. So. Yeah. Downtown Grand Rapids, I guess. But So she was running barefoot? Yeah. Even worse. Step on a needle, dude, and your life changes. That first hit of heroin's crazy. What the fuck? A broken crack pipe, dude, it's a wrap. So she makes it she makes it to an overpass. And there's these two girls about her age. And and she's like, or they said, Hey, do you need a ride? And she's like, Yeah, I would appreciate that very much. And they're like, We're waiting on our dad and brother. Under the overpass or on top? Like near it. Okay. Maybe slightly under. Okay. She said there was no homeless, though. Okay. So it must, must not have been a bad over. That's where I was going. They're waiting for their dad? <laughs> what? Dude. Bad spot to wait. Terrible. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> so, so she gets a ride with these girls. Back to the hotel. By the way, she was running the wrong way. <laughs> she, she ran like a half mile the wrong way. That's okay, dude. Just make a decision and then <laughs> run, reorient. Yeah. But she found people, so that's good. That is good. She gets a ride back. God damn, dude, you made me spit my beer. That's good. That's good shit. Okay. She gets to the hotel, goes upstairs, thinking I'll be there. I'm not there. Okay. All right. And she, so hmm. well, while she was waiting outside the bathroom, she went to try and call me, and I had my her phone in my pocket. Okay. No, I'm not sure why. It she, just worked out that way. You had her phone and your phone? Yep, both of them. <clears throat> Probably because she didn't have pockets on her skirt. Yep, that happens. Maybe, hold, yep. my, hold my phone. You yep. know. And then uh, wow, she gets to the hotel, and then I remember standing up on the corner or whatever and trying to call her and her phone vibrating in my pocket. But... <laughs> But for some reason, <laughs> damn, I never answered any of the calls when she she tried to call me off a random dude's phone at the bar. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't answer those either. And I didn't answer. No. And then she got back to the hotel, tried to call me off the hotel phone. I didn't answer. I don't know where all this time went, but she is at the hotel for almost an hour <laughs> what? before I got back. <laughs> I was just standing on the corner. And one of the kids that we were with at the bar happened to still be there or around the area and saw me. And he's like, hey, do you need a ride? I like barely knew this guy. I just met him that night. I'm like, yeah, that would be greatly appreciated. And <laughs> I would appreciate the fuck out of that, sir. <laughs> Please. I'm not even sure what just happened. <laughs> so he gives me a ride to the hotel. And I go up there and Kenzie's still waiting. And... She's like, what happened? And I'm like, she's still awake? Yeah. Damn, okay. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. And 
we talked about it, whatever. And she's like, why'd you leave me? I was like, I, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't. There's, there's no way I would. I don't know what happened. And so we go to bed on separate beds for some reason. And neither of you are remembering what happened. Nope. Okay. So, okay. So she can kind of understand why you don't know them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she also understands that I wouldn't leave her. So Right. Yeah. So that, that makes helps. it easier. Yeah. She's like, I was scared. And I'm like, I'm sure you were. I might have been scared too. I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> I know I wasn't running to an underpass. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we went to bed. Mm-hmm. Wake up the next morning. We're packing up our stuff from the hotel. She feels like crap that I'm somehow fine with a smashed head and broken rib. <laughs> Adrenaline, dude. Yeah, just I'm good to go. <clears throat> Carry over. So I'm waiting on her all morning. And uh, I... Went to grab my dress shoes that I just bought the night before the wedding. And they, like, got that nice silver strap on them. Yeah, yeah. And they're, like, shiny leather. Like, there's just patches rubbed off them all over the place. (laughs) The shiny strap is, like, scratched down to copper (laughs) on one of them. She's like, what the hell happened? I'm like, I don't know. And my pants had holes in them. What? Brand new dress pants, too. Holes? Holes. <laughs> like burn holes or like rips? <laughs> like rips. <laughs> Dude. I don't... The only thing I can think is maybe the Bob security was so mad at me that they threw me down the steps. There's like a flight of three steps. No, dude. No. So maybe I hit, because I got the side of my head here and the side of the pants here, and then that shoe is the one that had the scratch on it. it sounds like you got in a wrestling match on gravel. I know I did, because I was on a chokehold on gra- or on pavement anyways. Yeah, no, it sounds like you, like, and, and one of those rock garden landscapings, you know what I mean, like outside a bank or Let's something. Just strike it up here. Let's get it going. Yeah, dude. Holy shit. Yeah. Not sure. The separate beds is interesting. Yeah, that don't normally happen either. That sounds interesting because two things come to mind. One, you got back and you didn't just continue your blackout and then wake up in separate beds. No. So you went to bed in separate beds. We got back and talked. Right. So that, to me, that's not a roofie. Or it was a shitty roof. Somebody thought they were buying roofies and they got sold like... Like half ibuprofen. Yeah, like like Tylenol PM or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe. But then there's also the aspect that if it was Molly, it would almost make sense to be in separate beds if your minds were spaced out because there's more room to literally roll around. But were you not rolling... I know they say, like, rolling, you get high on fuck. Like, ecstasy is one of my favorite fucking drugs. You know, I've never fucked with Molly. I kind of stepped away from it before Molly came on the scene. So I don't really know the comparison. But, like, touching things is for real. You know what I mean? Like, so I could see being in the same bed just because, like, the physical contact and the emotional connection. But, like, at the same time, if you're, like, tactile... Because your alcohol, you know, your alcohol content's elevated, mm. and it's mixed with the Molly. I can see where it'd be like a wall where you're just like, "Let me be tactile," and you're just laying on your bed, rolling around. So was that a thing, or did you just like lay I don't in think bed? So. And, Damn, dude! I think I just fell asleep. 
after, after talking, just fell asleep. Dude, yeah, so what the fuck happened? I've never tried Molly or Ecstasy, so I don't... Knowingly. No, yeah, true. Maybe. Maybe I did. Maybe you did, dude. Maybe. Holy shit. Possible. Wow. Yeah. Never tried Molly or Ecstasy. Ecstasy is about impossible to find now. And the scary thing about all that is, like, the fentanyl that they're cutting shit in, you know? Mm-hmm. So the short the short story I tell about that is just that I got mugged. Yeah, that's the way to put it. I'm like I didn't take anything, but my glasses are gone. You know? I got mugged. My wife ran for her life. Yep. I held them off. Yep, tried. Boom. I had one and one lockdown, anyways. <laughs> dude, legit, <laughs> legit, dude. You had one so locked down that it caused you some pain. Yep, some. I don't want to say just pain, damage. <laughs> yeah, it hurt. it's not good. I can't work out right now. You s- damn, still sore. Mm. I sneeze. I want to cry a little. This is what three weeks ago. <laughs> two, two. Damn. Yeah. Damn, bro. Ribs suck. Yeah, ri- dude. Rib injuries do fucking suck. Mm-hmm. You laugh too hard, and you fucking mm-hmm. you want to cry. You tear up a little bit, but you la- makes you laugh harder. Yeah, because you're like, this is stupid. <laughs> Like two days after I go to the gym, I'm like, I can do this. Yeah, we're good. No. Show, uh, incline press 315 mm. on the bench for 10. And then I'm like, I stand up. I'm like, I can't do anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I did some arms and called it good. <laughs> I can see you sitting down to do like three flies, dude. <laughs> three flies and you just fucking. Get up and leave. <laughs> I tried flies after two. And that was no, dumb. Dude. No, was dude. Really you, dumb. That's the worst. That's the worst. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could see like twisting a crunch would be pretty shitty too. But yeah, I'm not doing any of that. Fuck, dude. <laughs> so it's literally kept you out of the. It's altered your life. You're yeah, saying it's bad. <laughs> and now I got to train for a five k. <laughs> When I run, it hurts a little, too, so I'm not sure what to do there. Dude, and you're pretty muscly to be running like that. I know. That's So who talked you into that? It's the 145-pound the kid. <laughs> Is this the kid that drove you back to the... No. Okay, no. all right. So who's this 145 motherfucker? His name's Jackson. I went to high school with him, actually. Shout out Jackson. Yep. He's a good dude. Yeah. Talking Dakota into some fucking dumb shit, <laughs> He's like, you want to do this, uh, I can't remember what it's called, Tough Mudder? Oh, yeah. They okay. do it all around the nation. Yeah, Tough Mudder, I'd like to do one of those. It's pretty wild. They got, like, electric stuff you got to run through and yeah, the, crawl the under barbed wire and all that. Yeah. I've done a couple of them before. Not quite the Tough Mudder, but I did, like, Michigan Mud Run. and. Oh, yeah, that's right. Michigan does uh, do a Mud Run. Elma yeah. does, like, an Ag Run. Mm-hmm. I did that before. But... I like the obstacles. That's actually probably coming up. I just never run a straight up 5K, like, on the road. Have you ever thought about American Ninja Warrior? I actually did. Bro, listen. I was training hard for that, like, for two years. I had this little obstacle course set up behind my grandma's. Mm -hmm. It was fun. Cut my hands all up on bark and shit, because I just had, like, resources to work with. Like, raw resources, but... Yeah, that was a... So why haven't you done American Ninja Warrior? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Bro, what? You're going to Wisconsin, Wisconsin for a fucking wedding, taking a ferry ride, getting smashed on the boat, and you're not going to fucking... 
<laughs> Travel for American Ninja Warrior? I got a lot of life left, dude. I, I tell my <laughs> wife. <laughs> I tell my wife I'm staying young forever. I mean, you are. Yeah. It's a good way to do it. She's like, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I married a toddler. This is what Fun one, though. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. God damn. She's a nurse, so she's like, you gotta, you gotta relax a little. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, what? I have you. What do you yeah. mean? <laughs> like that, I think the more pain you put yourself through, the more it works on healing. So you're just going to be brand new all the time. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's definitely a theory. <laughs> I'm testing it. Well, think about like. There, there is some truth to that though, because think of like the mental aspect. Mm-hmm. Like for a while in high school, my, I had several things, but one of them was like mind over body, right? Mm-hmm. You hurt yourself, and then, like I feel like as guys anyway, you hurt yourself, and you just act like you d- it didn't hurt, mm-hmm. and then before you know it, you're like, oh yeah, I hurt myself earlier today. Mm-hmm. It's like, or you touch something, and it's like, ooh, what the fuck, and you're like, oh yeah. But I think a lot of it, a lot of it is the mental aspect of being able to push through beyond or like prioritize other things over the pain. Yeah. Like I could have, so I could have laid in bed after I broke the rib, but that Sunday I was out building a dormer on the front of the house. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I lifted the nail gun, it hurt, but you know. No, dude, I'd I'd have been like, hey, babe, listen. So you were there. You know what I mean? This is why I'm drinking beers today is because with my left hand because like, you know, I mean I drank beers and and built the dorm room, but it would have been it would have been great just to tuck a beer under the right, keep it you know ice down the rib a little bit, and then have one in your left. Yeah, but the, my left arm is like a retarded, you know. You're not even semi ambidextrous. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> but but yet. You I would, would shoot myself with a nail gun, probably. <laughs> but yeah, you're working on a 5K, but you won't work on left arm dexterity, dude. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> I got my right. As long as I got my right, I'm good. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and what happens if you blow out a bicep punch somebody else in a fucking I show guess I'll just start working on my left. <laughs> it's going to look wow. like a little kid wrote my name when I got this. <laughs> Now I'm not saying I'm fully ambidextrous, so don't make don't don't let me make it sound like I'm coming from a point of like uh, like I'm on a high horse or something. But dude, like you got to be able to do some little things with your left hand. Like I mean, like what? I don't know. Like, can you throw a ball like underhand lefty? Sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah there's a little shit like that that matters. Yeah, but I wouldn't. It ain't. It ain't nothing compared to my right. Oh no, dude. No. Yeah, I get it. Like you're not gonna fucking drive a nail one swing with your left hand. I get that. No, I'm gonna miss it nine times. But, but <laughs> I was just gonna ask, dude. But will you make contact? Because that's where the line is. Can Maybe. you still drive it? <laughs> Maybe splinter the board, dude. Jesus. Yeah. Blow on. the corner out before the nail goes in. Do you drive? <laughs> Do you drive left-handed ever? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, always. There's a start. Yeah. Even in the dunes, I drive left-handed. Damn. Okay. Yeah, yeah well, I, that's something I want to get into, too, is the dunes. Uh, that's a good time. Damn, bro. We've already been going a half hour. I was just yeah. thinking, if can I make it to an hour to piss? And I was looking at the time to see we're already halfway there. So I think I can make it. I'll say I'm working on a piss, <laughs> too, so whenever yeah. you're ready. 
No, dude. Today was a day that was like necessary to hydrate. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Extremely necessary to hydrate. You good old Tom oh, Carey we... just slinging water everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. I saw him this morning whip up in the boat. I was like, what the fuck's he doing in the boat? And he's got two things of ice and a thing of water. I'm like, fuck yeah, Tom. Get it, dude. That was my job last Get year. It. and. Sometimes we had time for it, and it was kind of fun. I'm like, yeah, here's your water. Get yes. your water here. Water boy coming in hot. <laughs> water hat. Just fucking yelling through the departments, dude. Get your water. Took pride in it, too. I'd have the water bottles laid out all nice. Just yeah. a good layer of ice on there. Dude, you, you could tell when you did it, because like there wasn't ice in one corner and water bottles in the other. Yeah, no blocks in the middle. Right. None it was that. like... I mean, I remember hitting it first thing in the morning, too, and there would be, like, bottles under ice. Oh, and yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, let me fish through that ice. Mm-hmm. And then That's when like Tom good. does it, no will on Tom, but he just kind of, I feel like he just literally throws the bag of ice in it, dumps water <laughs> in it, you know what I mean? He might. <laughs> as long as the water's cold is kind of what his theory is. I mean, you know, if people don't come to work with, like, a water bottle, mm-hmm. that's kind of their own problem. I mean, I don't, but... I always bring hydration. Okay. I usually run like a Powerade or a Gatorade every day. So I, I start with s- in the morning. I thought you were going to say a monster. <laughs> no, well, I do. I start with like, uh, I don't fuck with monsters because they're too weak. But oh. I, I run like a bang. Okay. Or, uh, I mean, I'll fuck with ghost. I, I have a lot of ghost shit, so I fuck with ghost. Every now and then, like, if I need it, I come home on lunch, I scoop a little pre-workout ghost in there, dude, and I go yeah. back in. I mean, that'll get me through my last four hours. But See, I try not to drink, like, any sort of caffeine. I'll have, like, one pop, maybe. Just because when I go to the gym, I scoop, like, 300 grams of caffeine. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that pr- that's probably a little more effective for you, doing yep. it that way. Yep. Like, dude, there's days before the podcast, I come home, right, somebody will be like, all right, you know, I'll be there, like, 5.30, and I'm brewing a pot of coffee. Seriously, dude. <laughs> Seriously, dude. I make I make myself a nice fat cup of coffee. And then uh, actually, one I did with Jeff, dude, I made a coffee at like 7 o'clock at night. And then we got to drinking. And then you think you got to pee now, bro. Yeah, that probably wouldn't be good. No, bro. It was like I couldn't even concentrate. I was just fucking <laughs> rambling, dude, just trying to make it to the next five seconds, you know. <laughs> It's crazy. Yep. Yeah. So while we're on the topic of beers, <clears throat> I see you keep putting your cap on your ultra, dude. That's, yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen that since high school. I just, I don't know. I mean, you're still young. You're what, 24? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that, you know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't normally. I don't know. It's just, no, it's just sitting it there and it's easy. Michigan basement, dude. I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't want mold or spiders in that motherfucker, dude. <laughs> That's I, not, I get not it. why. <laughs> I get it. I get it. No. Uh, creepy crawl in there. <laughs> if your eye's not on it, dude, you got to look in it, you know. Just over here staring at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me adjust your mic so you can watch your beard. <laughs> no. Um, why the ultras? Uh, well, because <clears throat> Bud Light, you know, changed their ways. Oh, you were a Bud Light guy. <laughs> no. Oh, actually, I was oh, ultra before. Damn, okay. He's, it's just... uh. It's, uh, it's good me. good for the body with only 95 cows. It is. It's, you know. I mean, shout out Brandon Jones, my brother. He's calorie conscious. Yeah. He doesn't drink alcohol, though. Oh. Just smokes for, weed. Good for him. Kind of. I mean, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I wish I could quit beer, but I don't know if he knows how many calories are in like a mushroom or not. But has it ever been tested? Hmm. I'm sure it has. Probably. You know how they do calorie checks? Hmm. They burn shit. Really? That's got to be the funnest job I ever did. Like the burn rate of it determines yeah. how many calories are in it. Like they literally set shit on fire. Like a fruit roll up, they'll fucking just ball it up. Fucking light that bitch. It start takes the top like watch. three hours. Dude, yeah, they'll start the stopwatch. Then they have obviously some sort of algorithm, which isn't as fun. But with computers nowadays, you just put in whatever time you got on the stopwatch, fucking hit enter, and then boom, calorie count. Interesting. Mm-hmm. We're in the wrong field, dude. Yep. Be like, I wonder how many calories are in like cardboard. You know, <laughs> boom. <laughs> I've never tried to eat cardboard, well, so I not, guess I've never really not, worried about I'm not saying <laughs> you have to eat cardboard, dude, but just like the curiosity. That's true. You know, like pine versus like a, like an oak, like a cedar versus oak. How many calories are in you when you die? Boom. Dude, Damn. That have we ever done that? Have we ever I like mean, timed a crematorium fucking? It's probably some twisted dude out there that has. He's like, what if I ate this guy? How long? Could I survive? You know what he's probably thinking? He's taking core chunks out of like an ass cheek, pectoral muscle, neck roast. He's like, which is the healthiest? Maybe that's why Hannibal Lecter ate the ears. They were low Mm. on calories. I don't see that though, because aren't they mainly cartilage? Yeah. Yeah, I don't see cartilage just fucking burning like That's true. Quick. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I'm not sure. I mean, I would think like if anything, hair would probably be... Lowest calorie. Who eats hair, though? Dude, I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, like, I'm just... <laughs> Who eats cardboard, bro? <laughs> I'm just saying. Listen, someone ate an ear. That's the only reason. Dude, I'd be burning lead paint. You know what I mean? I'd be burning whatever I could just to figure out calorie content. Like, I know I've licked this before. What was it like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would be that scientist fighting to put labels on, like... A box of nails. You know what I mean? Like, what's the color? Because you know somebody's going to fucking catch one, dude. What about Tide Pods? Tide Pods. Dude, honestly, pine would be a good one because of slivers. People pulling slivers with their teeth. You're like, just so you know, like, that was seven calories, you know. Here's the sugar contents, which I don't know how they find that out, but maybe like an acid bath or something. Not LSD, but like hydrochloric. Okay. You know (laughs) Stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, look at that bag of fucking the Tootsie Rolls. 120 calories. You know how long that fucker's probably got to burn for that mini Tootsie Roll? Long time. Dude. <laughs> About half the rate of a fruit roll-up. Literally. Literally. And that's a, that's a mini. That's a mini. I'm about ready for that leak. What leak? Take a oh, leak. Take a pee? <laughs> All right, yeah, we'll, we'll hit pause. All right. All right, we'll be back after our piss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're back. Just getting comfy, post-piss. How was your piss? It was good. Needed. Yep. Yep, clear? Yep. Hydrated? Clear. Bomb. Well, kind of clear. Well, you know. Clear as it can be. Yeah. You don't want it crystal clear. Yeah. That means you're vitamin deficient. I'm not really sure how it's going to go, because after the first B... Yeah, once the seal's broke, dude. It's quick. You know what? It's funny you say that because earlier, I right before my last break, I went and took a piss. I drank like half a Gatorade bottle of water. 
came back from break and had to piss again. I was like, there's no way. Yeah. So I held her for like 10 minutes. It's like, nah, I really do got to go piss. <laughs> and I went and peed, and it was probably twice as much as previous to break, and it was like a half hour. Yeah. I'm like, this is not going to be a good day, dude. <laughs> I swear. When I'm drinking, I got the bladder of a five-year-old child. <laughs> Maybe. That might be a prostate thing. It it could be. It, it definitely could be, dude. I don't know. It, does it run in the family? Mm, prostate uh, issues? No. Okay. Then, yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. And you're young. I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. I'll just blame it on the alcohol. Blame it all on the alcohol, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> we'll do that. Seems, seems like a good trend. Even when I'm not drinking, it happens, so. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Just that never that just never grew my bladder. But how much water do you drink like on a daily? Are you di- taking in like the recommended? Because you're a bigger dude. I mean, you got to keep the muscles hydrated and stuff too. Probably so. like a hundred ounces. Around that there. sounds about right. Yeah, should be taking more, but yeah, I would say probably one forty, one sixty somewhere in there. But a hundred is not bad. That's yeah. more than most people drink. Yeah, most people's hydration. I feel like. It's juice and pop. It's it's enough to make me feel good. Yeah, yeah. as it should. Yeah. Like I said, man, I start my day with an energy drink, and then I down my Powerade or Gatorade, and then it's usually water the rest of the day till I get home, and then it's a couple beers. Yeah. I try not to drink during the week. Maybe some milk. Really? Yeah. So this is out of character for you. Yeah, but it's good. All right. So. It's a different kind of weekday. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's. We're podcasting. Yeah. We're podcasting, man. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's not a frontier anymore, but in a way, we're like, after the westward expansion, you know, you had all the pioneers moving west. And then once it was kind of settled and everybody fought all the Indians, we're kind of like that first wave to move west after all that. We're like the, the guys that were scraping the gold off the edges of the river. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're, real small nuggets. Yeah. We're, we're Yeah, exactly. We're like... <laughs> We're picking up what everybody else left behind. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There's still some big podcasts out there. There's a lot of a lot of guys like Rogan and shit, you know, they kinda laid the groundwork for this to be a thing and then oh, yeah. there's us. You ever heard a mindset mentor? No. Yeah, I like him. It's good. Just teaches you hmm. he's like a therapist and like a life coach. No shit. Yeah. Okay. So I used to run the wood chipper. I'd just be out there. You know, learning how to make my life better. You ever fuck with Jocko Willink? Uh-uh. Okay. He's a retired Navy SEAL commander. Is he the, I think I've maybe heard of him. Is he, he like savage in his podcast? He's pretty savage, yeah. yeah. I mean, he doesn't like... David Goggins is fucking savage. That might too. be who I'm thinking of. Oh, my God. David Goggins has some funny videos that aren't even intended to be funny, dude. There's like one where he's running... And he's always talking to the camera, like there he's running, you know, and then like there's a car beside him and the dude's filming him and he's just talking. And he's like, The other day I was running and some motherfucker came up and they asked me, It's a hundred degrees, why are you running? And he's like, Motherfucker, cause you ain't <laughs> It's like what? Dude, yes. Sure. <laughs> it just made me want to go sprint the block, dude, for real. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, he means he's right. Mm-hmm. Get your mind off it. Dude, his his joints are so deformed from running with no cartilage that, like, they had to reshape his bone because it was, like, concave. It was crazy, dude. That's interesting. 
crazy. I'm, I hope I'm deformed when I'm old. Like that? I mean, you know, maybe. <laughs> I mean, you know. I hope I worked my body enough to have to to run into an issue. That's that's a good that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. I mean, if you're all brand new and you're sixty, like, what did what did you do? I mean, don't get me wrong, dude. There's things like the Barrett auction, right? The auto auction. Yeah. Was it let? No, it's not Les Barrett. That's that's the fifty cal guy, isn't it? Anyway, there's like the Barrett auto auctions where there's these cars that have like a thousand miles and they're yeah. made in the seventies. You don't want to be that. That's Barrett Jackson. Yeah. Barrett Jackson. There it is. You want to be the rest old mod. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> I want to be tuned out, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Fatbacks. Yep. Ah. Uh, yeah, that's good shit. Well, I I want to I want to ask you again about the beer because. I was gonna see if you wanted to try a lemon rattler. What's a lemon rattler? That's what I what I was drinking. I've been letting people try rattlers. What's it What's it about? What's it, it like? You You ever have a summer shandy? Maybe once. Okay, it's like uh, it's lemony. Okay, it's like a shandy, but to me, it's better. I'll try one. Okay, it's up to you. No pressure. Yeah, I'll try. I've also got a pumpkin cider in there. Yeah. I didn't. I, okay, not a cider guy. Uh, not a cidre? Sometimes. Okay. Yeah. When I was younger and I wanted a stomachache. <laughs> if we're talking like hard <laughs> cider or f- fucking straight from the mill. It's like a, like a Mike's hard, you know? Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, like no. a Reds? Yeah, no, that's, I mean, hmm. Those are pretty organic ciders for sure. Well, Mike hard, I guess, isn't really a cider. It's more of a malt, right? I don't know. But like four of them, and your guts rotten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I was just trying to think. Like, um, I'm more like a beer connoisseur. I don't even want to say that word because it makes me feel pretentious. But like, I try a lot of beers. I got so many bottles because I started saving them. You mm-hmm. know, just to be like, so I can look at it and be like, yeah, I did or didn't like that one. See, I don't, I don't drink beer but, that much, actually. Really? Yeah, I'm a rum guy. Okay. Can you take a guess on my rum? Captain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Captain and Diet Coke or Diet Dr. Pepper. Have you listened to much of this podcast? Not a ton. Okay, so then can you take a guess on my rum? Captain. Look, looking at my soul. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, Bacardi. No. Uh mm-hmm. It's uh, cracking. Okay. Cracking. Yeah, that's gross. What? I don't like it. No? What? <laughs> Dude, how? how? Okay, so you don't drink Captain Spiced then. You drink like... Yeah, I drink Captain Spice. Original. But you can't fuck with cracking? I mean, I've dabbled in it. Is it just... I've probably never had a good mixed drink out of it. Let's put it that way. Okay. I guess I'm not going to put it down. Okay. All right. Stay open-minded. All right. This fall, I'll make you a crackle-lantern. All right. Bro. Bomb. Little pumpkin puree. Little clove spice. Just fucking. Bomb. Dude, bomb. Okay. Is that ultra gone? Yeah. You want to try a Rattler now or you want to? Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go going live. It. Yeah. It's all you, sir. Rattler. The old limon Rattler. No, that's a pop top. It's a real beer. What? There you go. Sorry. I mean, you can probably pop it off there with your gorilla mitts, but... I could probably try. 
it's not worth cutting yourself up. You're already already dealing with a rib issue. No sense in. I get it with my teeth. <laughs> Go to the dentist. What happened? <clears throat> Sam Adams. <laughs> Rattler. Rattler. <laughs> Bit me actually. That's why I got my tooth just rattling around in my. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, dude. Um. What do you think? Be That's honest. Not bad, actually. Be, not bad. Okay. That's interesting. I'll the, take it. The lemon's good. Okay. I'll yeah. take the not bad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't mix it up often, so. That's all right. I like it. Cheers. Cheers. This is that uh, Ace Pumpkin. Mm. Which shout out? I want to try their guava. I just usually I see these in the fall. I saw this and I was like, now's a good time. <laughs> I like it. So talk me through your uh, sand rail. It's a, it's a truck. Well, sorry, it's sorry. Rough. It's not. It's it's more of a pre-runner, I guess. Yeah, it yeah. is a pre-runner. It's but. a pre-runner. Uh, well, where did it start? I was seventeen. Okay. Now, before we get into the truck itself, like, where did the thought come from, or like any background experience, or like kind of the passion that you started? Like, what kind of got you into building a pre-runner? Um, someone that I no longer like at all actually okay we can dig into that it was uh <laughs> is uh my ex stepdad okay he was into the dunes and uh he actually had a pro 2 truck a retired pro 2 truck that he built into more of a jumping truck and okay <laughs> he's got like the biggest jump at silver lake and is it the uh the red and black? It was uh red and blue with like a B and L wrap for a while. But mm-hmm. the biggest jump it was white. Hmm. I feel and like it kinda I've... come down like when the frame snapped. Okay, no, that wasn't the truck I was seeing. Hmm. <clears throat> I okay, carry on, sorry. And then uh my mom had a sand rail for a little while. With a supercharged LS1. What? Your mom had a sand rail? Yeah. So I was 15 with a permit when she had that. Bomb. And she was terrible at driving it, so I'd drive it all the time. No paddles? Oh, yeah, paddles. Okay. Smoothies up front. Yep. And uh, whenever someone wanted to do a wheelie, she'd let me drive. She couldn't. Bomb. You know. Manual or? Yeah, it was a slap shifter. Perfect. Yeah, so sequential. Yep. Did it have like a extender on the? Shift, like the, you know what I mean. Like, have you ever seen like those semi drivers? They got like the tall like ass a fucking big shift. Old thing. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It was clean. It was right here. It was like a center console, and then just okay. Only reason I ask is I've seen a lot of drift cars that have started going to like having the exaggerated fucking stick. Yeah, that's they just throw like a old Corvette trans in there and shove a big old stick up there and send it. But I can see the advantage with the leverage. You know, yeah. I just didn't know if you were climbing, if there'd be any advantage. But anyway, let me sidebar you. <clears throat> ADD is real in this motherfucker. That's too. good. Cool. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. It kind of we did a trip out to California to uh, Pismo Beach. There's a Huck Fest deal out there. You trailered it yeah. out to California. Yeah. With uh, we had two trucks. So we had a F two fifty King Ranch mm-hmm. with like a. I can't remember what we had on that. The 30-foot gooseneck. Camper. And then the other truck had a 40-foot goose. And we stayed in a hotel. 
So what else was on the trailers? Uh, we had... Jesus, we had, dude. 30 and a 40 foot for a sand rail? Dude, don't gloss had, that over, dude. We had the sand rail. We had my mom's extended cab Raptor at the time. We had the Pro 2 truck and a Pro Light truck. Your mom had an extended cab Raptor? Mm-hmm. It was black with, like, pink mud splat and then pink rims. Not pink. It's uh. She called it candy apple red. What was it? More of a fuchsia. It was a little more pink. Okay, but it looked good. Okay, it looked good. I like driving it. I didn't care. Fucking no! <laughs> what do you care? You're inside it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was right around the time that that uh, big black jacked up truck song was going around. Yep. So yep. you always make fun of my mom. It's funny. <laughs> wow. But then, uh, so the ex stepdad. I don't mean to keep cutting you off, ahead. but he had. He had what else that was in the trailer? Sorry, the pros? The Pro 2 and a Pro Light. So they're both exp- <laughs> like retired racing trucks. Mm-hmm. And Did he do desert racing or something? Mm-mm. So why did he have them? For fun. Just like I had my rear runner. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said retired racing. I assumed that like he retired them or... No, he like bought them. They were retired, motors pulled. Oh, okay. Rolling chassis type shit? Yep. Okay. Bottom, outfitted them with King Shocks and stuff, and then... Wow. We played. Hell yeah. <laughs> yep. During that time, my brother and I had four-wheelers, and uh, I don't know, we uh, got older, sold the four-wheelers. Before you stretched one? Oh, we jumped them. What do you mean stretched? You didn't put like a Hayabusa or something in there? No. Extend the frame out? No. Fucking. Okay. No. <laughs> No, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> this is a long story. Like, yeah, go ahead. There's, there's a lot to it. We got as much time as you need. There's a minimum of two. Let's see. That's all I ask. Hmm, my brother bought a Raptor, extended cab Raptor. It was a salvage title when he was like 18, 19. On a salvage title? Yeah. What was wrong with it? Nothing. It had frame damage and it was all repaired. So it was... Hmm. Okay. When he got it, nothing. But you could tell, like, you know, we inspected it and found yeah. what was <laughs> what was done. Cracks and fucking... Where it was patched up. Yeah. And uh, he... We drove around at the dunes and had fun with it and whatever. And then I bought a 04 Silverado when I was like 17, right after graduation. Mm-hmm. And by the time I was, started working at Weldon, mm-hmm. and then uh, got a little money around and bought a front kit, long travel kit. Okay. Started throwing it together in our garage and our triplex. You're back in 04. Mm-hmm. Not, wow. not in 04. It was in 04. 05? We were doing it in, what would it be, 2017? Oh, so you kept it from the time you graduated to... Well, I graduated in 16. Oh, I thought... Oh, it was an 04 Rado. Yeah. Okay. I th- yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're 24. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I was confused. I was like, damn, dude. Okay. It was like on training wheels in that's 04. Some ex- that's some experience. Yeah, I graduated in 2010, so that wouldn't make sense. No. <laughs> yeah. uh, <so> carry on. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, we threw a front kit on my truck, and then... We went out to, uh, like, June that year. We were like, eh. My 
stepdad bought a paper mill out in Minnesota to demo and scrap out. Okay. And uh, he made us a deal to come out there. He said, you guys can have this shop, which was like a 50 by 80 shop. That was on the property? Yep. Okay. And uh, you get a crew house and you can have a company truck after a year. So we're like, how big was this mill? All right, uh, like six hundred and fifty thousand square feet. So would you get a sawzall to fucking get to work, dude? <laughs> no. <laughs> then what would take it a year? I could what see like three months on, with an excavator. Just have fucking... you ever seen the inside of a paper mill? No. Okay. Oh, it was, like it was still. It was full. Okay. Intact. Okay. I guess like, that should have been my question. Like two, somewhere around two years before. They just put in what they called paper machine number seven. It was like a $7.5 million project. And then the paper mill was still failing. So they shut it down. Okay. okay. So it was full. <clears throat> we went in there with machines and everything. 336 excavators with hammers, 312 with shear. We had a 320. We had a 966 loader. We had three skid steers, the whole nine. Damn. Just to scrap out the entire property. Yeah. Well, the building. Yeah. I ran a torch for nine months straight every day. What? Yeah, and a boom lift. So what was the average size you would cut chunks up to? You'd always try to get it into like two by four if it was big. Okay. So, well, they call it four by two when you sell scrap. If it's over like, I think it's quarter or three-eighths thick. It's called heavy melt, and then you got to sell it as four by two, mm-hmm. and you get a better premium. Wow! And a lot of it we could shear with our big shear on the excavator. Was most of it steel? Yep, a lot of steel. There's a lot of stainless, a lot of I, aluminum, I guess. I was gonna say I could see the stainless on like the watered. There's a pretty good mix, like the pulp press and shit yep. like that. Yep, <clears throat> pulp pipes, everything that travels through the building. Uh, all the steam pipes were all stainless. All the, like all the coolers and stuff were aluminum, so we sold them as like irony. Mm-hmm. Um, it was wild. And how long were you working on it? We're I was working there for three years. Holy fuck! And they had been working there for over a year before I got there. Wow! And we had a crew. Like That's at incredible, one, dude. At one point, I was in the 312 excavator, and I had two torch guys. I'd be like, you cut here, 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 and then get the hell out of the way. Yep, and then you and rip, rip down rip it all out. Like, the coolest coolest job I ever did out there was, there was in, on paper machine number seven, there was a mezzanine. So there was basement, which was like 20-foot ceilings, main level. Holy fuck. Like 15 foot. And then there was a mezzanine that was like 10 foot wide. And then obviously beams going up. Yeah. And uh, we took our forklift we called Big Red. Big old Detroit Diesel. Shout out Big Red. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You don't chew Big Red. Then fuck you. (laughs) Took about a gallon of starting fluid to get her going. but Damn. She's a worker. Old Diesel. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then we took two forklifts on each side, and we lifted the 312 excavator. What? <laughs> up onto the mezzanine, like 17 feet in the air. Bro. 
Bro. Drove it onto the mezzanine. <laughs> there we sat a hammer up there and a shear. And that was when I had my two torch guys. So I drove along this mezzanine where where the paper machine was, you looked all the way to the basement. So it was looking like almost 40 feet down. Holy fuck. Okay. On the one edge. And driving down this mezzanine, I'm like, <laughs> all right, you cut here, 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 here. And there's the, so the mezzanine level was all the coolers and okay. like the oiling yep. stuff. Yep. So it was a lot of light stuff, but just a lot going on. Like there'd be mini mezzanines up there with different stuff and like walkways. And I was going to say like walkways, platforms to get yep. out on. Yeah, okay. all yep. for like servicing and whatever. Mm-hmm. So we'd have to drop these things strategically and then throw them. And when you when I'd get in the escalator and throw them, I was throwing them all the way to the basement. Holy <laughs> shit, dude. Throwing them like 30-something feet down. Dude, that's legit. It was awesome. That's legit, dude. <laughs> You'd grab a hold of like a 5,000-pound blower with the shear and just... <laughs> and then... <laughs> just crash into the basement. You have radios to make sure nobody was down there? No. <laughs> Oh yeah, well no, no, no. We don't. Yeah, we always make sure. No, okay, okay, we all carried radios. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Five thousand pound asteroid coming in. Yeah. <laughs> so then there'd be points where there's stuff that came through the floor, and we'd have to like throw down a big metal plate mm-hmm. so I could drive over it, get to the next spot. We were on that for, ooh, I don't know, over two weeks. So was the that. metal plate that you would drive over something you salvaged from the property? Yeah. Then? Okay. Yep. I could see it. You would pick up like one inch metal plates that were on the base of a piece of equipment or something. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Wow. Probably like insulation plates, keep it off the concrete. Yep. And, yep. Okay. Yep. Wow. So then after that, we'd, we'd back in semi trailers for scrap. And then I'd pull in with the 336 excavator with a grapple on it. And then you'd be sitting right on the edge of the track, right on the edge of the basement. Reach down and pull all the stuff up that we threw down and then set it in the trailer. Holy fuck. Well, every once in a while, you'd reach down and snag a pipe or something that's attached in the basement. And we pull, Start the excavator, down. slide. <laughs> and you want to talk about pucker and ball pole, dude, dude. Yeah. Dude. You'd be like, eh, uh, okay, okay, yeah. relax. Back off. Back the off. Fucking- <laughs> It was scary. <laughs> wow, dude. Yeah, leverage is not your friend at that point. Did a lot of stuff out there that I probably wouldn't do it again. Yeah, but that's some heavy operator experience, dude. Yeah, it's cool. It's good good to have all of it for sure. Yeah. But there was a time where I was like, I don't know, 35 foot in the air, standing on an I-beam, not harnessed. Fuck that. With a five-foot torch in my hand, cutting down a stainless pipe that was full of paper pulp. I didn't realize it. Fuck. When the pipe fell, it fell perfectly straight, and it just blew a smoke cloud straight at me. Like a ring? Yeah. Like a, <laughs> like a mega ring, dude. <laughs> like a sumo wrestler blew a ring. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm choking <laughs> 35 foot in the air Fuck that. standing on an I-beam <laughs> so I just drop my torch feel for the I-beam and then swing myself down because there's a platform there and I finally made it down my my spotter was on his phone 
<laughs> Filming? <laughs> no, just, just. What the fuck? I don't know, texting some chick or something. That would have been great YouTube. But dude, you wouldn't even be working right now if you'd have been filming that shit. <laughs> and the whole operation would probably be shut down, but, you know, <laughs> that's besides the point. Yeah, you wait till you're done to fucking post that shit. But anyway, yeah. Since we were kids of the owner, you know, OSHA came in and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm kid of the owner. And, they're, and like, they can't do much. No. So if OSHA came in there, he's like, you guys are first to talk (laughs) while we're pushing brooms. Because as soon as OSHA came in, we'd be like, "Uh, someone needs to wash the laundry. Mm -hmm. It was like keyword. Code. And then brooms came out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're just cleaning. (laughs) (laughs) What's all this shit down here in the basement? I don't know. It was here before we were. So did he not try and salvage any of the machines out of there? Like as far as like resale or? So they did a big auction right at the beginning before they gutted anything. Mm-hmm. And very little stuff sold compared to what was there. And then after that, I think he was just like, I don't know how much shit I want to talk about him, but. No, you're whatever he, you want. Uh, Do you know what sold? Like extruders, like fucking anything like pumps, that? bales. Okay. Yeah. Like small, I don't know, like the smaller stuff that you're like add-ons to factories, not like major equipment. Right. And then there was a lot of like rollers and presses and stuff that were marked orange when he bought the paper mill. And if it was marked, it had to be scrapped. Damn. Like it was patented or proprietary to whatever the old owner had going on. Wow. Okay. Yeah, there was. I picked up a roller with a 336 that was part of machine number seven that I could barely get off the ground and slid it into the semi trailer, and that was all we could put in. What? It was so heavy. Damn near 40,000 pound fucking roller. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That's okay. You got me uh, very intrigued. I got so many questions to ask, but I just, I want you to keep rolling. Oh, no okay. pun intended. <laughs> so, I and also, that was probably all stainless. That roller too. Yeah, majority of it. Yeah, majority. That's fucking crazy, dude. Forty thousand mm-hmm. pound chunk of stainless. Yeah. The money that we brought in from scrap was insane, but also yeah. running like eight pieces of equipment and having twelve guys there was expensive too. Oh, I get it. Yeah, diesel fuel cost alone. And when we first went out there and all, like, the original Transformers and stuff were hooked up, whole place is humming. Yeah. The electric bill was outrageous. Oh, he had to, when he bought the property, he still had to pay for the electric? Mm-hmm. So was the basement lit the whole time you were tossing shit down? Uh, no, we'd shut most of it down. Okay. Just operating on fucking cab lights and shit? Yeah, we, we'd string lights out. <laughs> yeah. Generator. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to run the old lights they're expensive yeah dude so was it like metal halide high pressure sodium lights uh, some were sodium some were halide it was mm-hmm. there was like the, the, bu- the building started being built in like 1918 holy fuck and then it was still being built in like 2010 wow so as we went through it we started converting it to leasing space what was salvageable anyways like the old boiler room they just tore out because it was 1918. Yeah. And it had a million holes in it from steam pipes and uh, everything else. I was going to say, that's probably one of the first things that has to go up 
Mm-hmm. Especially if it's that old, because that's your heat. That's a lot of your energy source. That's pretty cool. They tore that um before I got out there. They basically cut the whole frame out from the back side of it, and then gave her a tug. It was an excavator and just, just fucking washer crumple. Yeah. Wow. The one thing I got to do that was pretty cool. I hooked the excavator to a bridge crane, like we got. Yep. And it was a it was bigger than what we have there. It was like a ten ton or something. I hooked like three hundred foot of rigging to it, and just started backing up full speed. And then we had the one end of the building open. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that thing just come flying out of there <laughs> and dropped like thirty feet away just, from the fucking. Like it just like demoed itself for me. The nuts and bolts and everything just went flying. Holy fuck! Awesome. 300 foot of rigging. So how far did you have to back out? Like 100 uh, foot full speed? 75 feet. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> and it flew 30. It went quite a ways. <laughs> wow. Okay. It was pretty cool. So when you were running the torch, other than like the uh, paper pulp, like the pulp pipes, did you have any other sort of uh, maybe close encounters or close calls with fire? Because being a paper mill, I can see where there's a lot of, like, chaff laying around, you know what I mean? We were pretty careful. We always carry. We always had extinguishers. Like, we had our torch carts with us. We'd have two mm-hmm. or three just water extinguishers with us because all paper. Yep. But uh, not bad. One time I was running a plaz torch and my whole hood burned off before my spotter noticed. What? Yeah. I had a really good spotter. Was he on his phone again texting bitches? I don't know what he's doing, dude. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? He wasn't doing his job, that's all I know. He just starts patting me out and my, my whole hood's burnt. Damn, dude. Did you have like the rawhide on the back or like underneath? No. Kind of shield? No. Damn, dude. <laughs> we didn't wear no extra gear, dude. We, Holy we fuck. Car hearts on in the winter. We were torching, it was like negative 20 sometimes. Oh, yeah. That sucked. In Minnesota? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it sucked. Yeah. You take a five-foot torch and you put it on your toes because they're about to fall off. Fuck. Yeah. How much oxygen do you think you went through? We'd get like the, what you see at the hospital, mm-hmm. you know, the big tank. Yeah. We'd run through one of those a week on one cart. What? Mm-hmm. Dude, there's a lot of money going into that. Mm-hmm. So did he make like twenty percent profit, ten percent? You know, everything he made he lost, so really. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> like not on the project though, right? Other investments? Other investments. Yeah. I can see Tried that. Tried to get into recycling. Mm-hmm. Was doing really well and then blew it all. Done Do- more recycling equipment that wasn't needed. You know? Mm-hmm. It kind of spiraled. Yeah. But that's how he did everything. I, Even, I, yeah, I can see that. We had a scrapyard in Mount Pleasant when I was growing up, and it would go from we go from bankrupt to oh, we got money balling. Yeah, <laughs> but when that was balling, that was like going from balling to bankrupt real quick. So yeah, it was, like, it was like a couple of year phase. He had a new Mustang like every other five years, and then he'd sell it the next year. And nothing was sustainable though. Is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> So I learned a lot. So did so did he 
Let me ask on his background just a tiny bit. We'll keep going. I just, like I said, I don't want to take too many sidebars, but, like, what's his background? Is he, like, an investment guy? Not an investment banker, but is he, like, an investment guy? Did he go to school for marketing, investing? Like, what is his background? Just came into some money after a death and then fucking dumped it into, you know what I mean? Like, what? He was a drinker. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Then he went into the army. Mm Mm-hmm. Got back from the army, was an even heavier drinker. Yep. And then uh, went into AA. Okay. <laughs> and now he carries like a 20-year chip or whatever. Oh, wow. Okay. And it's like this huge chip on his shoulder. Like he's way better than everybody else. Mm-hmm. But it's like, dude, sorry you can't enjoy drinking. <laughs> you suck. No, dude, hold on, hold on. I gotta, I gotta push back on that a little bit because that's good. One, that's good. I feel like that's that's a wise decision he made. Yeah, I feel like he might not have been at the place he is or was if he hadn't put aside the fucking bottle. But he would shame other people. But that's right. That's what I was gonna say. Is that's kind of where the line I feel like gets drawn is when you're holding it above others instead of trying to help others. Yep. Like use your position of. Wherever you're at is influence. Uh, if you ha- if you consider that a position of power, use that for positive influence rather than shaming or fucking. We'd just be like, you know, drinking, having fun, like family or whatever. Like family gathering? And just, you guys are all morons. Like, like nobody's drunk here. <laughs> nobody's picking fights like you probably did before you went to AA. Yeah, there's a reason that you had to lay it down. Yeah. You know. And now you're a boring turd. So Yeah, teach me <laughs> from your lessons learned. Don't. But then again, that's also probably how he stays clean. It's because he's got that mindset that, yeah, that's for idiots, yeah. yada, yada. Yeah. So that might be part of the, what keeps him on the path. He did drink one time, though. He just doesn't know. It might be my fault. Okay. No better place to break it than here. What happened? <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, me and the old lady were out on the lake. I had a little, I had a Sea Ray with 350 on it. And, uh, current wife? Yep. Okay. We're cruising. It's called Gall Lake out in Minnesota. Big lake. And there's no buoys or nothing, right? All of a sudden, like, my, yeah. Prop, it's just eight rocks. I got out to look at it. I had one fin left, and it was like half a fin. It was like Jaws bit my prop. Damn. <laughs> there was a big old rock bay right there. <laughs> there is no buoys anywhere to be seen, other than like a 100 foot in. So I don't know if the water was low or what, but we were just wow. like day drinking, cruising. We had like four other friends on the boat, and we were going like 10 mile an hour. Ten mile an hour? Literally. And just eight rocks. Wow. Okay. So I try to limp it in with half a blade. No. We made it a long ways. But then there's this canal that goes from Gall Lake into this little lake where the campground is that my mom and stepdad had a camper. And the canal is like, you got to navigate it carefully. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And I got no I got no power. So I get like halfway through it 
and my boat was like flooding. Wow. It started taking in water, I think, because I was overheating it. Mm-hmm. And so it's spitting water like out of the carb. <laughs> Not good. Just, just, just water everywhere. <laughs> the ski locker is like an ankle deep of water. No bilge running? Oh, the bilge, it quit. <laughs> okay. Bilge quit. Okay. It's like my third bilge in that boat. I don't know if I had bad luck <laughs> or what, right? But it all happened at the same time. <laughs> and it never occurred to you to double bilge? Have a redundant system where you got a bilge. I never got a chance to even have one bilge run in there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. First boat, okay? Okay. So you're on this canal. So we get about halfway through the canal and the boat's like done for. So this guy rolls up in a pontoon and he's like, you guys need a tow? We're like, yeah. And he throws us a beer and then we hook up the boat and tows us in. For all you, one beer. Just one. (laughs) Just one. Okay. I like this guy. <laughs> As he's towing us in, I start, I jumped out and went for a swim quick. Mm-hmm. Got back in the boat. And then we get up to the dock. My grandma and grandpa were at the campground with us. And my grandpa comes down. Well, I went up to get the truck, I think. And my grandpa's like, you need me to get it? And I'm like, no. I was, I, I was kind of tuned in. Sober as fuck. Yeah. Grandpa, what do you mean? You're just trying to walk all sober to the truck. I get it. So he, he actually did. He ended up backing it in, and we, we pushed the boat on. And then I can't remember how it worked. I think got in the truck or something because he came down to check out what was going on, too. Who's Or the stepdad. Okay. Right. Need me to bleep. Maybe. Okay. You let me know. <laughs> yeah, we probably could. Okay. <laughs> and uh, he came down and he grabs a sparkling ice water. I was sitting in a console that came out of the boat. Okay. Well, at that time, I was kind of on like a sparkling ice vodka kick. Damn. Okay. So I just had some vodka poured in there. <laughs> he takes a swig and he's like, oh, oh. That tasted weird. He's got like his 15-year chip at this time. Damn. And I'm like, huh. <laughs> yeah, why? why? <laughs> it's because it's sparkling. He's like, there, there wasn't anything in that, was it? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Does he carry his chip around with him? Oh, yeah. That's when you walk up and you just take that fucking throw it in the <laughs> lake, dude. <laughs> Feel like, got him. Starting over. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> Wasn't anything in there, was there? Bloop. <laughs> skip it. Skip, skip, skip. So I'm like, I ain't, I'm not saying anything because he might relapse over this. That's a good point. Know. That's a good point. So we kept that a long time secret. <laughs> and, uh, he won't hear this. Now he cheated on my mom, so I don't really care. Oh, yeah, fuck him. He can eat that coin. He will. <laughs> I hope so. He will. He's going to know that his life is a lie. Yep. The last he's he'll be like, This is really my five year chip, but it says twenty on it. So yep. I should probably just call him and tell him actually. <clears throat> I haven't talked to him no, since, it's fine. since anything happened. He's in my life for like fifteen years. Is he on your Facebook? Not anymore. Maybe re add him. <laughs> and then when this posts, just be like, check out my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping he'd show up at my brother's wedding and I was going to lay him out. 
Damn, it's like that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he's a dirtbag. Hmm. So do you think he cheated on your mom once? Or do you think it was like... He like... Kind of, sort of did. Maybe he did. But I know there was pictures sent like... Mm. That's an 10 issue. 10 years ago. That's an issue. Back and forth between people. So I worked at... When we were at Silver Lake, when I was younger, we had a house up there. Mm-hmm. And... You ever heard of B&L Sand Toys? I have, yeah. They used to have an RC store on the corner where Silverback Off-Road is now. Okay. Right across from the dunes. I was an RC mechanic. Dude, and that's prime, that's prime real estate, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know, 16, 17. B&L, huh? Yeah. Okay. And uh, I was working up there. Stepdad actually helped like set up the like seawall and stuff they had to do did some operating for him blah 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 like he was running like, the heavy equipment and stuff yep. okay and uh well that was all over and then I was working there and then we were really good friends with the family that owned BNL mhm and then mm-hmm. he started screwing with a lady mhm and what the husband did the husband know her I husband I don't think she had one Oh. Yeah. Widow? Or just... I don't know. Okay. So then they they took a break. Mm-hmm. He got married in the meantime. In the break? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Quite a break. <laughs> yep. I might even have this mixed up. This is all... It's just a mess. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. Come back from the break. A couple years later, get married. And then, I don't know, what, 10 years later now, he, uh, my mom and him owned a wedding venue together. Damn it, dude. That, damn it, dude. How did I know it was going to go to, like, some sort of fucking meaningful investment <laughs> together, dude? They own this amazing, like, it's called Northern, I shouldn't even say that. They own this amazing place together, right? Yeah. You say whatever you want, dude. Like I said, I'll bleep whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh. It's got restaurants and all this stuff. Like, it had just a couple things when they bought it. Okay. And now it's got a restaurant, candy shop, ice cream shop, coffee shop. Damn. Four wedding venues. It's just, it's a, it's an old rail yard. Wow. Where they built steam engines. Okay. And, uh, I worked in there a little bit. Well, they became friends with this couple. That was like, a guy was like a coin and pawn shop owner, right? This guy was normal. (laughs) And the wife was, uh, she worked out heavily. And the husband didn't? No. There's your sign. He was like a, you know, like, he was there for her at the gym. Oh, okay. Beta as fuck. Big time. Okay, there's your sign. He's like, I just sell coins. (laughs) (laughs) Don't come at me wrong. My wife will get you. He's like, you want to know anything about Lincoln on the penny, dude? You come to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, now said stepdad is uh, started started banging the chick. Damn. Yeah. Still. Yeah. They actually live in the what they call the clock tower. 
at the venue. The venue. <laughs> wow. That my mom owned half of before they split. So how'd that work out? He buy her out? Her divorce. She got a little bit of money, but not enough. So he his name was solely on the deed to the property then, or were they fifty fifty? Mm-hmm. Due to so why'd she? Because he had so much debt. Mm. Okay, get out With of the, it. The paper mill was a big amount of debt. Yeah. So she just sold out then. Pretty much. Okay. To him or someone else? And basically, he got it in the divorce settlement, like closed it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she also just kind of wanted to be done with it. So this all started by him sending peen pics or what? No, that was a different situation. Oh, what? <laughs> that was that was the first that was the first situation. Okay, the the chick that was single. Yep. Owned B and L. Yep. Okay. Dude, the the mistresses, the new mistress. Is she a son, mistress if they're divorced? She was a mistress. She um, was. Yeah. Now she's not, I guess. Now she's a miss. Misses or miss? Miss. Okay. Yeah. It's from mistress to miss. Mm-hmm. Okay. She, her son come in when he found out and punched my stepdad in the face. Fuck yeah, dude. What's her son's name? I don't know. Shout out to her son, dude. <laughs> I know. Shout out. Straight up, pimp. Yeah. Wish you'd have hit him harder. Dude, that's. It's a good son. Yeah. That's a good son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the? I look at it. Wow. So now my mom's happy. And you didn't fucking take him out for a round of beers? You want to answer that? Not really. Okay. No need. It's up to you. I got no idea who it is. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, dude, that's, uh, that's a good son. But anyways, during that whole time, back to the pre-runner deal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I told you, dude, my ADE is fucking whack. Well, it's crazy. I got <laughs> I got a lot of stuff packed into like five years. That's fine. Um, so before you went to Minnesota. You know, I started, I did the front kit on it. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Minnesota, finished up the front kit, came back a month later. Mm-hmm. And drove it on that kit, realized that kit was junk. <laughs> Fuck. It was e- like the, eBay kit. It was it was called Dirty Bee Fabworks. He was kind of new. Mm-hmm. It looked okay, you know, but it cycled like a. Uh, I'm not gonna say the like word. A I was John Deere of. Gator. I was gonna say a paraplegic, but you might want to <laughs> cut that. Out. No, dude, that's fine. <laughs> we'll leave that, in, dude. <laughs> Yeah. Cycled like a paraplegic. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I went back to Minnesota. No ill on paraplegics. Saved it. Yeah, no, no, no. I saved it. Sorry. <laughs> dude, you didn't make him paraplegic. What do you got to be sorry That's about? True. That's true. Jesus. Just, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> we uh, went back to Minnesota. Basically, for about two years, my brother's Raptor and my truck were on jack stands because we ripped my front kit back off, cut my back half off. Two How ba- far? Two back half it. Okay. So cut it right behind the cap. Mm-hmm. 
Did full tube back half, full cage, mm-hmm. edging cage, new front kit, way better front kit. Did you do cage inside the cab? Yep. Okay. Bomb. Yeah, it's all it's all luxury. I got leather panels all plush in there. I got heated front seats. Who did the leather work? I did. What? Me. Shout out Dakota. <laughs> Thank you very much. God damn, dude. Okay. Yeah, I just built panels and then wrapped them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wanted it to be as nice as like a new truck. You know. Yeah. So did that. Um, yeah, two years later, went for our first first dune trip. Mm-hmm. Went all right. Had a couple minor issues, but got a weekend out of it. And then same thing for my brothers. What were the minor issues? Do you remember? I had my uh, carrier bearing on my drive shaft broke. New? It was, no, it was old. Okay, there you go. So we took two pinch plates for like frame Mm tie-ins, put them on both sides, zip tied them together, (laughs) and then ran it. (laughs) And it worked. It held with zip ties, dude? It it worked. Good zip ties. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could see with like hose clamps or something, but yeah, zip we didn't, ties? We didn't have them. Wow. Yeah. You, you know, you got Silver Lake, you got to figure make it, it work. out. Yeah. yeah. You got to figure it out. So when it broke, like, what happened? Did she just drop? Just, just made some noise. Okay. It was still in like the carrier, mm-hmm. just the bearing and like the rubber was kind of gone. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I guess I can see that then. Go say if that bitch dropped, dude, that's a fucking miracle. <laughs> that wouldn't be good. <laughs> no. <laughs> I had way bigger issues than that after that, though. So you top and bottom sandwiched it then? No, like in between. Front to back. Okay. Yeah, oh, so drive okay, shaft okay, passes okay. through. We yep. Pinched it. I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A uh, couple trips after that, I was going there. I was surprised getting engaged to my wife. Surprise getting engaged? Well, I was, it was surprised to her. I was getting engaged. I was. Oh, you surprised her with that. I was throwing the pitch out there. Okay. Right. Talk me through that. Like, was that an on the fly decision? Or was no. this like premeditated for like months? I planned it like two weeks before. Okay. Okay. I was like, I got to find a jeweler. Got to get this done. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and then the whole thing was to propose to her up there? Yep. Okay. On Sunset, on Sunset Hill. Mm. Bomb. Yeah. Yep. But we uh we're out there. I'm trying to think of how this went. Don't ruin it for me. Did you or did you not make it to Sunset Hill? I did. Okay. <laughs> there we go. But here's the deal. <laughs> Day before we're hitting the dunes. Probably shouldn't even have hit the dunes. But I don't know how I would have told her, Hey, we're not hitting the dunes today. Trucks just gotta sit, you know? Yeah, you can't. She'd have been like, what's up with that? You can't. Can't, so. You're trying to get her to say yes. We hit the dunes. <laughs> and even if I say I'm going to drive easy, I don't. It just don't work. Is that a thing? Yeah. I mean. Drive, you driving get a, easy? You get a golf cart if you want to drive easy on the dunes, dude. Yeah. You get a pre-runner, you don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm with you, dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Someday you'll ride with me and you'll see. Yeah. All right. Dude, don't quit twisting my arm. All right. And we're out ripping and I lost second and third and then first gear. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, 
Fuck. Okay. So we got a house on Lake Michigan that sleeps like 20 people. We have like 12 people staying with us. We did an Airbnb. It was awesome. Awesome house. We got a 40-foot gooseneck in the yard. We towed my truck back, towed it up on the trailer, took two trailer ramps off another trailer, lifted the rear end of my truck as high as we could in the air because it's got all the suspension travel. Yep, yep. So lifted it way up, wedged the trailer ramps underneath it. <laughs> We found a transmission on Craigslist. No way. For $300, three hours away. Buddy. What? John Holiday from work. Yep. Shout out, John. Engineer. He's like, I'll go get it. I'm like, serious? He's like, yeah. I'll leave right now. You guys get it out. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll, I'll leave right now. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so he takes off. We're all drinking, you know. I'm drowning my sorrows because my trans is junk. Yeah, dude. <laughs> He's going to get a new one, but you're like, I'm so sad. <laughs> and then we realize there's hope. So we keep drinking and we pull the trans on the trailer. Drop How? this thing. How? It Well, me and another dude, you know, once once it's a pre you just got like exhaust. I mean, there's room, yeah. But know? I mean, like. There's still, it's, there's a lot going on. <laughs> well, no, I'm just thinking like. Who's holding that motherfucker up while you're taking that last fuck? <laughs> okay. So, it was me and one other dude. Okay. We're under there, and he's dumb like me, so. We're like, alright, we're gonna pull this thing, and then when we slide, it's coming down. Yeah. We're both holding it, and it came down. And On I, you? And, and I thought that we were down. And I got out of it. And he's sitting there looking at me like, <laughs> he's looking at me like, dude, I'm dying a little. We're not done yet. I'm like, what? He goes, it's sitting on my arms. Damn. It's just sitting on his arms on the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we wiggle it out of there. It's transfluid everywhere. Dude. We're in this Airbnb with white sheets and stuff, right? Damn. And... We get it out. New trans gets back. I think we quit that night. Yeah. No. Maybe. Phone lights and headlamps, dude. We we didn't, we didn't have lights. <laughs> we took a light bar off a razor. Okay. And put a 18 volt Dewalt battery to it mm-hmm. and shined it under the truck. <laughs> that was our light, dude. Because we didn't start until like nine o'clock at night. That's a lot of light, though. We had the trans pulled, and I think we had the new one bolted in, but, like, not exhaust fit up and stuff. Okay. And everything by, like, 2 in the morning. That's not too bad, then. And... You wake up, got three hours of work. Yeah. Not so bad. wake up, putting the exhaust on, drive shaft, finishing everything up. Didn't quite get there, and I had a lunch plan with Kenzie and her family. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I gotta go to this lunch. And Kenzie still doesn't know that I'm planning on proposing <laughs> but we're just meeting up for lunch because we're you, in michigan did you find any gojo or anything in between found the sheets that made us lose our deposit <laughs> Fuck, <dude. laughs> but <laughs> that was a minor detail yeah no, that's fine roll on <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> so we go to lunch and two of my buddies are like all right we'll 
we'll top it. All it needed was topped off with fluid. Okay. So, but like 13 quarts of fluid in it. Mm-hmm. They fired it up once and checked it again, put like another quart in, and they're like, whatever. Let it come to temp Hopefully before they put another quart in? Hopefully it's that. Yeah. Okay. So I got back from dinner, and I'm like, hopefully it's good. We're running. Yeah. We're getting in it, and we're going to the dunes. <laughs> we're pre-run. <laughs> so, so Kenzie and her sister hop in the truck, and we go out to the dunes. Her Kenzie's parents got a ride with someone else. And we get out there, we do like a lap or whatever, and then we cruise up to Sunset. And all of a sudden, there's like 40 people on Sunset, you know. Mm-hmm. No reason. Yeah. You well, know, I mean. Standing around You us. wanted to go there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm being like all sketchy because I'm nervous. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Like. Grab the ring, throw the pitch out there. She says yes. We, she didn't hop in the pre runner. Her dad and now brother in law, Pete, hop in the truck. Okay. We go cruising. First time that either of them ridden the truck. Well, I didn't tell you about the other trans, is it happened to be a few years older? And the trans mount was about two inches different. Like on the bell housing side? No, like on the back end of it, by the tail shaft. Okay. So, you got your cross member where it's supposed to sit directly on top of. Yep, yep. We didn't have that. So, it was just... We found a random short. piece of two-inch plate by six inches long and happened to have a drill bit. <laughs> and... Dude, what the we, fuck? Dude, I had to be on the dunes, okay? <laughs> We're in... We're so we're like thirteen hours from home at the time. Okay. Yes. So we we drill four holes, you know, old cross member, new trans. Yeah. Slap that thing in there. It's kinda kinda wiggly. You can know? go to Ace for bolts, dude. Like No, we found some, I think. <laughs> okay. Oh, the the trans we bought still had the the mount on it. Okay. So we had two more bolts. Scrap those yeah, just grab those. Yeah. You go kitty corner? No, we got two and two. Oh, okay, okay. Just halfway legit. Okay. <laughs> Not at all. And <laughs> I didn't really know, I didn't really think about it. It was two in the morning or whatever it was. So we're out on the dunes. We're cruising. We make it from sunset back to like the base of test. And then we're going to cruise along that slope where you don't go over test. Mm-hmm. We're running like 60. And whoa. The truck rip lifts up in the air, and I have no more trans. Anything? <laughs> yeah. Nothing. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? So I open my door, and <laughs> Kenzie's stepdad is looking at me like, what the hell? I just leaned over to the side of my truck, looked underneath, and I'm like, yep. <laughs> We don't have a transmission anymore. <laughs> what? The whole thing came out. The bell housing snapped in half, and it dropped at the tail shaft. And that's what you popped well, no, up over? It would have dropped forward from yeah. the bell housing. And that's what launched you. Spit the torque converter out, lifted the truck up in the air, <laughs> smacked my rear axle. 
The torque converter and the transmission were like 200 yards apart on the dunes. What? And then we're another 200 yards ahead of that. What? Yeah. By the time I got out of the truck, I looked back, and there's a dude in a Jeep Grand Cherokee picking up my transmission and putting it in the back of his truck. (laughs) Dude, that's a Jeep guy for real, dude. Shout out that dude for real. I don't even know you. I love you, dude. Fuck. I roll back there. I'm like, you don't have to do that. He's like, dude, I don't care. Jeeping it real, dude. Yep. Fuck. Someone else picks up my torque converter. Yeah, th- thanks to that guy. Like the dude <laughs> grabbing the transmission. Dude, that's the hero. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? So, we get my truck out of the dunes and have a good weekend. But I made it to the engagement, so. Did you... Did you track from where you spit the tranny? Like, did you track to your truck, like, how much fluid was lost in the meantime, or did it just all dump there? Just, like, all of it? Cause I like, don't know. Well, well right, I, I know it all dumped, but I'm just imagining, like, that violent of an explosion, even dumping forward, like, coat in the undercarriage. Oh, yeah, it was covered. Yeah. Everything was covered. <laughs> the trans lines were, like, knotted up. Yeah. The uh, shift cable was wasted. The... <laughs> Stripped. Every, everything was <laughs> just junk. Anything that hooks to a trans was junk. Wow. The drive shaft had banged dents all over my floorboard. What? On the floorboard? Yeah, because it was just going blah, 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 blah after, trans, after the trans left. Okay. Yeah, no, that's true because, I, okay, I, in my mind I was thinking it was resting on that plate, but no, there's nothing to hold it to the trans, no dude. There's some of that fucker just <laughs> flopping, dude. Yeah. God damn. Wow. Yeah, but I call it a success, really. Like a one propeller prop out there just flopping under the yeah. fucking carriage, dude. Same wow. kind of deal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so when the dude picked up your transmission, like, was he pretty cool? <laughs> yeah. He's a good, good guy. He ended up driving it back to the truck or what? <laughs> he brought it up there, yeah. Okay. And then we threw it in someone else's <laughs> side by side. <laughs> Cover the bed of a side-by-side and transload. Yeah, dude, no worries. It was pretty sweet. Beers in the cooler, I'm not worried about that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. <laughs> wow. I thought you were going to say, like, the plate gave. You know what I mean? And then you had a bunch of slot between well, the shaft. I think the and... plate is what flexed enough to allow the cast aluminum bell housing to snap. Mm-hmm. All that does make yeah, sense. Because yeah. it would have been kind of floppy noodle in there. That does make sense. Yeah. And there's there's not enough U-joints to fucking fix that, dude. No, not so. quite. If I'd have put, like, a ratchet strap under there, I might have made it longer or something. Did you have, like, an aluminum drive shaft, too? Mm-mm. Hmm. Because you've seen those on the diesels, right, where they got yeah. that big-ass... Big one. That would have been what was original on that truck, yeah. actually. That's kind of what I was thinking. But I went to a two-piece with a slip in the back. Hmm. It was crazy. Wow. And I can't remember if it was the next time or the time after that I got T-boned. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, I don't want to be the uh, <laughs> I don't want to be that guy, but I got to take a pee really quick, and then we can get into the, right. the T-boning if you want. I'm into the pee. No homo. Just <laughs> talking shit about my double vape over here, dude. Um, my cousin actually, Raquel, she asked me on one of them. She's like, she said the same thing. She's like, "Are you dual wielding?" 
I was like, actually, and I had a third over here. She was like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> Dude, you ever seen, you ever seen Pete vaping? No. He, he'll, he'll pull two out and hit them both at the same time. Really? I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, flavors are better together. Dude, I, I have done that. I have done that where you just merge a couple different ones. Yeah. I've done it with, uh, I think it was coconut, pineapple, and blue raz, which was fucking on point. Then I did a blueberry, banana, and strawberry cream because the strawberry cream was pretty lame as far mm-hmm. as flavor. And I was like, I wonder what it'd be like together. And it wasn't bad, but definitely made the strawberry and cream more vapable. But okay. I went through them both like the same rate, so it didn't really help. But I try to, I try to stay away from it. I thought you were saying like he had two of the same vape and he's just fucking ripping, <laughs> just, just double just nicotined f- up. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Stay away from him, dude. Stay away. I'll do it for fun here and there, but you no. know, no, I I quit smoking. And I stayed away from that for a long time, and for whatever reason, I got back into vaping. It's easy to do now. A lot of people do it. Yeah. And the flavors are good. Oh, shit. That thing. You're good. Yeah. Yeah, flavors are good. I, uh, I don't know. I still wish I could smoke cigarettes, though. Good old dick sticks. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, I like, I like the flavor of a good tobacco. What I call it? We're at a family function. I got a gay uncle. And okay. My mom always gets yells at me when I'd say like gay or <laughs> queer or something. You know? Wait, is it her brother? Yeah. Okay. And my uh, aunt, my gay uncle's there, and then one of my aunts is there, and. She pulls out a vape, and I'm like, you hit one of those queer sticks? <laughs> and my mom goes, Dakota. My uncle kind of looks over, and I'm like, sorry. Not queer for her, dude. It's a dick it's, stick for you her. Know, it's just what it is. That robot peen, bro. <laughs> <laughs> just getting it. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> it happens. So does he have all sisters? Yeah, yeah. He had a brother, but he passed, unfortunately, when he was young in a car accident. Fuck. Uh, I yeah. hate hearing that. Yeah, it wasn't a good deal. No. Is it ever, dude? No. God damn. Yeah, I hate hearing that. Yep. And everybody says he's the one that would have been a lot like me. So I wish I could have met him. That's probably... Was he driving? Mm-hmm. Or was he... Okay. Yep. Now, was he the cause? I don't know. That'd be something to investigate, because it's a backhanded compliment at the same time. If hey, he would have been a lot like you, you know. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, are you calling me crazy? Yeah. Are you calling me a shitty driver? Just, like, what is it? You know? What are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> saying this can happen to me? <laughs> like, I like it, but at the same time, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. 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 See that? Yeah, man. So, uh, <clears throat> your T-bone. T-boner. Not the steak. Yep. Do you like T-bone steak? Yeah. What's your preferred cut? Hmm. I'm going to go with a ribeye. If I'm Ooh. at like a good restaurant, I'm going for a thick ribeye. Yeah, I like ribeye. Good juicy steak. I like prime rib too. Not a lot of people do because of the fat. Yeah. But dude, a little au jus and some prime rib. I don't know. I, I, I can't really get into prime rib. I'll make a fucking mess, dude. <laughs> I don't know. It's, 
I do like ribeye, though. I do like ribeye. But if I'm, like, home trying to eat lean or whatever, mm-hmm. I'll do sirloins. I like sirloins. Sirloin is a lean cut. Mm-hmm. Porterhouse. Yeah. Do you do any hunting? Mm, not much anymore. No? I did when I was younger and then moved to Minnesota and didn't have, like, familiar land or anything for a long time. So I just... What about fishing? Gave it up. Here and there. Okay. Yeah. You say trying to eat lean, bro. Listen. I don't like fish. What? Mm-mm. Can't do it. Bro, okay. So how have you tried fish? Like, what kind of fish, first off? I'll eat walleye. Okay. But, like, bass? Mm-mm. No, no, no. Not that bass is bad, but... I think I've tried no. salmon, too, and I wasn't into that. Okay, okay. I don't know. Fuck with bluegills? Crappy? Any panfish? Perch? Mm-mm. Bro, they're the best, dude. Dude, I don't even eat seafood. Walleye takes a knee to, like... No. Yes. False. Bro. Not, what do you mean false? You're <laughs> telling me, dude? <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> no. It's the only one I ate, so it's the best. I'm not going to allow that, dude. Not on this podcast, dude. <laughs> no. There's uh, no shot. No. There's, yeah, there's, I'll cut it out, dude. I swear to God. Uh, no. Uh, next time I do a fish fry, I'll have to. I mean, even if I just do a little one here. Okay. I'll have to let you know. All right. I mean, you'll, have to, you'll to... have to bring your own fucking ribeye. Try. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try something. I'll tell you to throw the ribeye on. No, dude, that's seriously. I mean, I'll... Listen, man, I I don't mean to humble brag, but I make some pretty bomb fish. We'll see about that. I mean, even salmon, dude, like grilled salmon. I know people that don't like salmon, and they're like, okay, I, I could eat the shit out of that. And they do. Do you bread it? What? Do you, do you bread any of your fish? Oh yeah, like uh, bluegill and stuff like that. You okay, know? I uh, I usually do like a Drake seasoning, but then I add some a proprietary blend to the Drakes, and then a nice egg wash. The secret is not to dip it in the egg. I throw a little bit of milk in there, right? A lot of people use buttermilk. No, I go straight egg with like depending on how big of a batch I'm doing, I might do four eggs and like a quarter cup of milk. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then instead of doing like a dip, nah, dude. You fucking let that shit sit in there for like two, three minutes minimum. Like if I got a batch, like if my fryer is heating up, I wait till it's getting close to temp, then I'll set them in there last couple minutes. Then you just dip them in the bag, shake it up, throw them in the fryer. And then the next batch goes in the egg wash and soaks. Okay. And then them bitches come out of the fryer. Boom, boom. It's a fucking orchestra. <laughs> you know what I mean, dude? It's, and dude, it's, it's pretty good. So the guy. Guy we used to fish with in Minnesota. He was a big walleye fisher. Mm-hmm. He used to guide actually. Mm-hmm. And he always just fried up with like shore lunch, and I don't know what his recipe was, but shore lunch isn't bad. I could eat walleye like chicken nuggets when it was like that. I mean, depending on the walleye too. Like, good, don't, I, I'm not talking ill about walleye. I like walleye. I'm just not gonna put it above perch, bluegill, sunfish, even crappie. I wouldn't put it above whitefish. I'd put it above salmon. Only because, like, it's a little smaller. You get some big walleye, the flays are a little thicker, so I feel like you got to bread it heavier. Otherwise, you're just eating, like, fish. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but you usually then, like, throw back the big walleye anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, anything over, like, 20, mm-hmm. I like to let go. That was our rule. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That was actually, Dunks. that's actually, like, a lot of the lakes rules in Minnesota. 
Yeah, isn't there like a window? Mm-hmm. 15 to 20, something like that? Something like that. Yep. No shit. Slot limit, that's what it's called. Might be... I can't remember what it is. 14? 14 to oh, 20? Yeah, that sounds about right. Somewhere in there. Yeah, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Next time I make salmon, I'll have to have you try some, too. Oof. I feel like I do good on salmon, dude. You ever fuck with steelhead, trout, anything like that? Mm-mm. <laughs> what the fuck? And you're telling me you don't like fish, dude. <laughs> ever have, like, anything not exotic? I guess it would be exotic to us, like halibut, anything like that. Mm-mm. No? I know you said you don't eat, like, sushi. Yeah, I'm picky as hell. Me too. You feed me, like, Bro. potatoes, meats. Mm-hmm. Maybe some green beans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about it. I usually say carnivore. The last two years, I've kind of gotten away from it. But, like, meat, veggies, and fruit. And I know people are like, that's not carnivore, that's omnivore. But listen, I have an argument. Our ancestors, they were mainly carnivorous. I mean, yeah, they're omnivores, right? But they're taking things in season, like yeah, onion, Fruit is in season like an apple, right? I mean, and even coyotes, wolves, they'll eat fruit and stuff. And they're considered carnivores. So mm-hmm. it's like, what's a true carnivore other than like a killer whale? Yeah. Because he's not eating fucking fruit off a tree. He might catch a might catch a weed here and there. True. If he's running down a seal through a kelp forest, dude, omnivore. Mouth wide open. Right. Fight me. He's an omnivore, <laughs> dude. <laughs> you know what? Algae. He grabs something off so the surface, sad. boom, he's got algae. Yep. Omnivore. Yep. That's garden right there. <laughs> right, dude. <laughs> that motherfucker is an omnivore. He might as well have a fucking garden, dude. <laughs> you name it. Butterfly garden. Fucking just. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, dude. So <clears throat> I'm right with her. I'm right there with you. The reason I asked about hunting, though, was because. Uh, it's like you say sirloin when you're trying to stay lean. Deer's lean. Oh, yeah. I like deer. Okay. Yep. But do you, like, that's what I was trying to get at is, like, do you try and harvest a deer that way you have meat and then, you know, rabbit, squirrel, little things like that? I mean, I feel like a lot of game meat is lean. Even turkey. Wild turkey's pretty lean, but. I just got, I got one deer last year. Okay. Just beat me. And, like,. If we do, like, beef tacos, we'll mm-hmm. mix half venison. Bomb. And lean it out a little bit. Yeah, fuck yeah. Or, like, we get little venison steaks, fry them up. Mm-hmm. You know? Sausage. You ever make sausage out of it? or? I haven't. No? I imagine it'd be good, though, if you did a mix. It's good. Brats. Yeah. That type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Usually you got to cut in, like, beef tail beef tail or something anyway, just yep. fatten it up. But... Yep. Get rid of a little game taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Uh, well, and so it's more friable, I guess. Easier to griddle. Because yeah. shit sticks to it when there's no fat. Try to get your fat kind of 10 up to like 15, 20, I think is what they, depending on the sausage. Yeah, otherwise it just fries. Yeah. No water in it. Just fucking sticks to the griddle. Yep. Then you're using a steel spatula on a fucking griddle and you're fucking that up. You can't do that. No. Yeah, and then you don't want to olive oil the fuck out of your griddle either because now you're an omnivore because you're using olive oil. And... Dude, my wife don't even let me use the griddle. She says I'll scratch it up. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I know what you're going to do. I'm like, whatever then. I guess you're cooking. Wait a minute. So what 
type of griddle do you have? Blackstone. Okay, I can see that. I can see where she's like, stay the fuck away from that. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like an indoor, like, store, like plug in one eye, whatever. I'm yeah, like, yeah, know, yeah. Blackstone's real picky. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I feel like what a Blackstone does good, though, is heat dispersion. Yeah. That, that, <clears throat> like, we have an electric girl upstairs, and it's, it has a hot spot on it. Yeah. But now that I know where the hot spot is, it's a lot easier to cook with it, but. For a while, I'd be like, how come these one or two pork chops or whatever, these bacons are just fucking <laughs> crisp just junk? <laughs> yeah, dude. How come this one third of this pancake is just fucking crisped? You That's know dog I mean? food right there. <laughs> For real. For real. Yeah. Why do you say that? Because our ladies do eat fruit and stuff. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't how know. about your Aussie? Uh, fruit? Mm-hmm. She'd she she'd dabble with it. Okay. Yeah. We got her to put salad in her mouth one time and she she kinda like did two munches <laughs> and then dropped it. <laughs> but she like we have an apple tree in our yard. I'll throw an apple for her. She'll get it once and then she'll just sit there and eat it. Mm-hmm. It's kinda neat. So then what I was gonna follow up with is would you consider a dog a carnivore? Hmm. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not if they're eating apples and shit, dude. That's true. Grapes and strawberries. And who knows what's in dog food? I mean, I'm sure the manufacturer probably has a pretty good idea yeah, what they're putting in there. Dude. They say they do. I mean, they're the ones making the orders, dude. So. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably not asking a lot of questions, but they are making the orders. So. You never know. Yeah. So anyway, your T-bone, that's how we got off on that. I was yeah. trying to think of how the fuck... Oh, it went from T-bone to T-bone steak, maybe. Yeah, Yeah, that's what it was. Not sure. That's what it was. Uh, The T-bone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, How'd that start? Walk me through the day. Was it an afternoon T-bone? Mid mid to mid-afternoon, yeah. Okay, so how was was the morning? Maybe 3 o'clock. It was good. That's mid-afternoon. I think, uh, let's see. We went golfing. Okay. We took the pre-runner. <laughs> okay. Took the pre-runner golfing. And we, uh, yeah, grabbed a coffee on the way back. That loud fucker at the golf course? Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> so rolling there at 7.30 in the morning, like, Yeah. Anyway. They didn't mind. Oh, why would they? Golf You're... clubs shoved in the back. You know? Spending money. So we cruise there. We golf. Have a good time. I can't go. imagine the Corvettes are any quieter, though. Yeah, they're way, they w- way quieter. Were they? <laughs> Probably. Not if I owned it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> so we, uh, we cruised back. We, like, rode some trails and stuff back. Mm-hmm. There's some fun little trails. And then... On the uh, way back to the dunes? Yeah. How far was the golf course? Uh, about 15 minutes. It's called Benona. Benona Shores. Hmm. I guess I'm not aware of a golf course that close there. There's actually one even closer. It's called uh, Bucket Golf. Like a driving range? No. They got nine holes. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Bucket. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. You you golf? No. Okay. (laughs) All right, never mind. No, not not often. So we come back from the golf course, went to Dunes, cruise for a while, whatever. We kept making this pass. Along, like, 
would be the west side of Tess. There's like all them little rollers that you can kind of just cruise down. Mm -hmm. It's real fun. All day long, bunch of pre-runners, me, just flying through there at like 50, 55. Yep. Running your you, suspension. Every time you hit a floater, you kind of just float out a little bit, maybe come off the ground, keep going. All good. And that's a directional zone. So we're going south every time. Yeah. From north to south, right? Yep. Yep. <clears throat> well. No cross traffic. I was going for like one more or whatever, you know. We're cruising, 50, 55. Come off the ground. There's a, as soon as we touch the ground, I see a K5 blazer coming 90 degrees the wrong way. So he's heading westbound. And I'm going over a hill southbound. Crossing the rollers. Crossing the rollers. And when I come over, I'm facing directly at his woman. And there's no doors on this K5. Mm. As soon as I touch the ground, mm. I dropped it into first, going 50, cranked it, and hammered it to the right, hoping maybe I could get, scrub it, you mm -hmm. know. And it worked. I turned enough to where his front right side of his bumper caught right at the front of my door, slid all the way as it was sliding, it's getting deeper mm -hmm. to the, my, it bumped my B pillar. So right behind me <laughs> and then smashed into my C pillar. So at the back of the cab, it blew a hole in my back door. Did it curl over your door on the pillar? Not bad. Okay. It, it did some crazy stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. No, you're good. It smashed the C pillar, put a dent in my C pillar. It rolled my like cab corner and that corner of the cab around almost into my coilover. It took my fender mounts that are tacked off the cab and rolled them into my coilover. Holy fuck. And when it caught the C pillar, it turned us at 50 mile an hour and we went in the air. Like two tires caught. Damn. Poof. In so the you air. were going facing south again. Yeah, but sideways. up and started rolling. Okay. And we landed on the passenger side roof corner at 50. And it s took the cab and rolled it around my roll cage. Like it smashed my pin. I had tie-in plates from the cab to the cage. Yep. And it rolled the cab onto my roll cage bars like that you could see the tube through the cab almost holy fuck and then we just landed on the we went landed there roof and then back onto my side so it, the roll bar did its job oh yeah you did a good job on that yeah, yeah. big time and there was me mike <sighs> holiday and john holiday in the back and so i just i was like everybody okay and they're like yep good I unstrapped. John was already unstrapped, climbed out the back window because it was blown out. <laughs> and there's gas coming out of my fuel cell. Damn. And he had, like, found someone with a T-shirt, shoved it in the filler neck. And Mike, I stand up, and Mike goes, hey, can you uh, catch me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's, like, four foot in the air. <laughs> With a harness on. Five point? Soon, yeah. yeah. As soon as you rip that clasp, you're just yeah. <laughs> going for a ride. So I catch him, we both stand up and get out. 
And this dude immediately is coming at me for my insurance. The dude that... The dude that T-boned me. Okay. I'm like, you were in the wrong. What are you even talking about? (laughs) And, like, so I got out of the vehicle. This guy, Kale, friends of mine, rolled up. He was following me. And all he saw was a sand cloud. Just... And then he saw my truck rolled over. He didn't even stop. He whipped around and went to our whole group because we had a group of like 15 people out there and said, hey, Coda just rolled. Let's go. And everybody piled up. Before I even knew it, there's like 30 people there. There's jacks flying, impacts. My truck's <laughs> flipped over. I'm talking to the DNR this whole time with this other guy. This other guy's trying to get my insurance information from the DNR. Somehow he got it. I don't know. And, well, because the DNR takes each individual's insurance Mm -hmm. for, like, the Dunes purpose. I don't know. But they're not supposed to be able to share that with the other. So maybe you had a corrupt DNR officer. I don't know how it worked. Probably got floated to 50. Maybe. But all said and done, my truck had three tires taken, one taken out of the Dunes and reseated. Because I had three that were off the rim. Two of them, I had two spares. So two of them swapped onto my truck. Hmm. So it's sitting on all fours, straight. Someone hooked to the tow strap, ready to pull me out by the time I'm done with the DNR. This guy's truck, still sitting there. Fucked. One tire off the bead, radiator pouring, bumper folded around, fender bent. And he's mad. He's got a bent fender, a rim and tire, and a bumper. And a hole in the radiator. And a hole in the radiator. I have one good body panel left on my truck. <laughs> and it's the hood. <laughs> it's the only panel. It's the only original panel on my truck right now. Right? And I already had aftermarket bedsides and fenders, so I replaced all them again. Yeah, that's fucked. After, like, my third dune trip with the truck. Hmm. And I have to do a cab swap. I'm like, dude... What are you yeah. trying to get my insurance money for? I've got to unfold the shit from around my roll bar. <laughs> yeah. So he gets like a $700 tow bill and a ticket. What do you get the ticket for? Driving 90 degrees the wrong way in a directional zone. Good. And I got nothing and got towed out. Doesn't make up for all the damages, but. No. We uh get out of the dunes, pull spark plugs. Turn it over, pull the oil out of the block, put spark plugs back in, plug wires back on, fire it up, duct tape a taillight on, and go back to the dunes. No shit. Same three dudes. <laughs> <laughs> taillight wasn't working. <laughs> and we were running like night hour. So we got okay. no no lights on the back of the truck. But we had a little fun. Cruise around. Cruise back out. No taillights at all? Uh-uh. Could have done like a headlamp or something probably. We didn't have one. Okay. It was in a hurry. Fair enough. It was kind of like proving a point because that guy was being yeah, a douche. Yeah, fuck yeah. Dro- drove by him. He was sitting in a lot with his truck all wadded up and we drove by him on <laughs> <laughs> the free runner. <laughs> all just wasted. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. There's a hole in the door. Fuck, my, the, my back door speaker was like a circle. Mm-hmm. It was flat. <laughs> you know. <laughs> no worries. And we went out, had fun. 
made the best of the weekend, I guess. Wow. And then cap swap and full rebuild. How long did that take? Uh, six months. Jesus Christ. From September to the next dune year, I was back on the dunes. Mm. Fresh paint, fresh chrome rims. Mm-hmm. Ready to rip. So do you have adjustable suspension? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got five tube bypasses in the rear. Four tubes up front. Adjustable coilovers. Mm-hmm. Bump stops on all four corners. Bro. Yeah. Legit. <laughs> <laughs> like 12 shocks total. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. When you when you drove that fucker in, was it probably a month ago? Mm-hmm. I just wanted to walk up to a rocket, dude, and just watch that suspension work, dude. Like, it looked so spongy. Like, seriously, dude, it just, it, it looked is. so spongy. Because, like, when you were just punching the throttle a little bit, and that yeah. fucker was sinking, I was like, dude, yeah. yeah. Like, that's done right, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you'll see Jeeps that are all tricked out, but then their suspension is stiff as fuck. And yeah. it's like, it's like, dude, if it doesn't look like a tarantula <laughs> crawling over shit, like... That's where you should put the money first, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. That's so, what I did. Yeah. All suspension. Mm-hmm. And I still had a 5.3 in it. And then I went to a built 6.0. And then I went to a 6.0 stroked board. So what did you have to do to convert from the 5.3 to the 6? Not not much. Still an LS base, so your harness is the same. Okay. Everything's really the Mounts same. Mounts are all the same. Yep. Okay. Yep. Hmm. And then you went to stroked and board, huh? Yeah. Wow. So now I got like 700 horses to crank. <laughs> <laughs> it's Damn. stupid fast. Have you ever dynoed it? Not with this motor. No? I did with the old 6.0. I made 375 to the wheels on 37s. On 37s? Mm-hmm. I'm guessing I'm in the 500 range now with 37s. Dude. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Especially for sand. Yeah. <laughs> If I hammer it on the street, it just smokes them all the way through first gear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's only a three-speed, so that's a long gear. Wow. So do you hook up on second, or do you kind of chirp? Mm, it'll chirp them. Okay. But like, second's my dune gear. Mm-hmm. You can basically cruise the dunes in second. Yeah. So what do you, what do you think that, like, uh, your average cruise time is when you're on the dunes like let's say you go for the weekend how often are you running it it depends you put like six hours in on it eight i'd say less okay i don't know if i drove i'm trying to start to drive a little easier i started to figure it out <laughs> this past time we were there <laughs> if the you like that's the learning <laughs> if i like don't break five thousand rpms I could probably drive all summer and not break the truck. Okay, but But like... But when I, like, bang limiter limiter and I have to pass people... Where's the limit at, though? Like, 85? Nine? Eight. Really? Yeah. On the stroked and board? crazy high RPMs. It's 12.7 to 1 compression. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. You do anything for the rear end? Swap gears? 456s. Okay. Yep. With a limited slip. Hmm. True track. 
Okay. Full time four. Two only. Two only. Mm-hmm. No transfer case. Mm-hmm. What, dude? Dude, what do you need four for when you're going eighty? Well, dude, because when you're trail, I figured because you said you were trailing. Uh, yeah, trailing fast. Okay. All right, bro. <laughs> Let me just put my hands up and just I'll concede. You're right. You'll understand when you're, you're right. riding it. Yeah, I guess when you were when you said trailing earlier on the way back from the golf course, I was imagining you crawling. No. More than. But okay, I get it. Yeah, you're just not flat trailing it, but flat trailing it. Yeah. You're not taking her through pits and over rock barriers and shit like that. Not crawling. No. Okay. Like if, so like, it's a true pre-runner. Yes. <laughs> Dude, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. The trails are fun, though. Because, Trail, like, like trails, trails around here, they're, like, flat-ish mm-hmm. with some whoops and stuff. Mm-hmm. You can run them. Sandy. A couple yeah. curves here or there, but. Yeah. Like, if I could find a, I want to go to the UP or something and do, like, a seasonal road run. Mm-hmm. That'd be a lot of fun. That would be sweet. And you can run like 60, 70 mile an hour and just fly. I would say take your fishing pole, but you don't like fish. I'd rather drive. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, dude, take a little break off the trail, hit a little creek. No, yeah, know. that'd be fun. I'd be into that. <laughs> I'd do that. Make an afternoon out of it. Yeah. Have you got a reserve tank? Hmm? Like a reserve fuel mm-hmm. cell? or? Mm-hmm. I got a 50-gallon fuel cell. That's pretty massive. Yeah. When it's full... My, like, bed sides are, like, at the top of the tire. When it's empty, they're, like, six inches above the tire. Damn, dude. Yeah. About 50 is about what we have on the airboat. Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> you need it. Wow. We get smiles per gallon, not miles. For real. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't run on thank yous. Mm-mm. So what, uh, do you run premium, then? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. So you know the pain of filling up a fifty mm. gallon fucking thing, mm-hmm. dude. Yep. That's the biggest thing. Like when we go bow fishing, dude. Like a lot of people want to go, and it's like, okay, but here's the thing: it's like one pulling the boat, it's a lot of weight. You're pulling this motherfucker two hours one way, you know, two and a half back if you fill it with fish. Then it's more mm-hmm. fuel if you fill it with fish. So there's hundred fifty bucks just in fuel to move it, mm-hmm. and then you put it out on the water. There's three hundred dollars to fill the fucking tank, and that's if it's already got a quarter tank. You yeah, know that's. What I mean? <laughs> yeah, I put like three hundred and fifty bucks into my F one fifty and the pre runner on the way up last June trip. Yeah, I was like, mm. yeah, dude. a little puke. It hurts. It hurts. But then you go have fun. So, well, let me ask you this because I think I talked about it on a podcast before, where like one of the things. It's not as, as annoying now, but one of the things that used to annoy me about uh, getting in, like going bow fishing, is we'd always be running behind. So then you stop at the gas station to fill everything up, and then people want to come up and talk to you. So, like, how often do you get talked to at the station, filling up about where you're going, what you're doing, your rigs, specs, shit like that? Not a ton, surprisingly. Really? Yeah. Like, I'll get. Hmm. Like I'll I'll see pictures, pictures will get taken and like mm-hmm. get posted on Silver Lake page. Be like saw this on the way up or whatever you know. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like maybe in Michigan, pe- some people are familiar. A lot of people are. So it's not that crazy. But there's definitely people that are like, "Dang, dude, nice, nice rigs or whatever." Yeah. 
But then there's also maybe like with an airboat, some people have more knowledge or insight towards them, I guess. Whereas someone that doesn't know anything about a pre-runner is going to look at it and be like, cool. Yeah. And I, that's all you got. I, w- I was actually going to guess the opposite is maybe people don't really see airboats. So they're more curious about what you're doing with it. What? Yeah, but like on a fishing channel or whatever, you're going to yeah. see an airboat. When do you see a pre-runner on TV? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Unless you have like off-road television. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I guess I was thinking kind of selfish too because like I do it a lot. Like if I see somebody with a loaded trailer and they have like a badass fucking UTV. Yeah. Like you can tell the difference between like badass set of knobbies and LED lights or like full suspension build. Fuck, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then you see somebody with a pre-runner on a trailer or fucking anything. Even if somebody's on the way to a mud bog. Like you can tell like... That's legit. Yeah, when somebody puts money, not even money, time, thought, fucking, and and does it from literally the ground up. One of the biggest thing I think that sticks out, like, visually is tubing. Mm-hmm. You see tubing and you're like, okay. And then it goes to, like, the suspension. And then you see suspension, then everything else just kind of blurs out. And you're like, I, I, I need to at least comment on this if I see the dude. You know, if I see him filling up, I'll ask him a couple questions. I got a couple minutes, you yeah. know, and then you start looking at everything else, and it's like, some people, dude, I saw this Rubicon one time that had, like, the stupidest rock sliders on it, dude. I was like, what are those about? And he's like, well, actually, I built it to do the Rubicon. And I was like, to the Rubicon trail. Oh. I was like, what? He was like, yeah, it's a dream of mine I've always wanted to do. And he's like, I figured if I was going to put money into it, and build it up. I wanted because I think he was taking it down to Tennessee when I ended up seeing him. He was going somewhere, maybe Kentucky, and he was going to do some trailing. And then uh, his whole thing is like, it's been a dream of his to have like a crawler. Okay. And dude, <laughs> the sliders on this fucker was just stupid. Like, is what I saw, dude. Like, they looked like side steps, but they were sliders, dude. I was like, what? What is that about? It's like a two by six hanging off. (laughs) Dude, for real. (laughs) That's the best when you see wood bumpers. Dude, and I've I've seen them. Like, especially on farm trucks, you see somebody with like a farm truck they're driving around, it's like, what's this about? And they're like, Oh, I just push a lot of shit. It's like, okay. (laughs) Some people I kinda understand. It's like it's just a beater farm truck, you know? Yeah. Whatever. But then when you see like trail rig with wood you're like (laughs) they got like a strap wrapped around it because they're just just ready to be pulled (laughs) for real they're like either this two by six is gonna snap or we're getting pulled out of here but yeah so that's that's something i just wanted to comment on is like your rig is legit your rig is fucking legit dude and uh that's one thing is like when i see somebody with a nice rig dude even like a badass corvette Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of those guys are pretty down to earth, but there's some of those guys that are just snobby, douches. dude. Straight douches. <laughs> so, like, I've had my fair share of interactions where people have, like, a badass car. And then, like, you go to compliment them on it, and they don't even look at you. They're pumping gas or whatever. Yeah. And they're just like, thanks, man. And it's like, all right. I guess I'm going to go now. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Cool. But, like, uh, there's some of those guys that, like, 
they want to tell you their story, like how they got it, how was their dream car, how they have like another one at home, but they're yeah. out on a Sunday drive with the wife or whatever. It's like yeah. she wanted to take this out, so I figured we'd go get dinner in Traverse City or whatever. It's like, yeah. That's cool, man. You know, mm-hmm. get your get your side in. You want to go for a drive in this bitch. Get her side in. She wants to go have dinner. So the best of both. But, yeah, for sure. But yeah, dude, you uh, kind of kind of surprised me when you said you don't get a whole lot of. I mean, some don't get me wrong, but we also make like as little stops as possible, and like yeah, jump off the off ramp with the easiest gas station to get to. Mm-hmm. That's in the middle of nowhere. And then hop back on and go. So do you fuel the runner-up beforehand, or do you try and get it? I'll try to fill it up, like, somewhere within an hour before Silver Lake or something. Okay. That way I'm not dragging 50 gallons the whole way. Okay. That's I was, that's kind of what I was thinking, too, is, like, fill, towing an extra 50 gallons. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, and usually fuel prices go up a little bit when you get into town. Mm-hmm. So try to just avoid it, you know. Mm-hmm. But... So what do you pull with now? My F-150. Really? Mm-hmm. Got the EcoBoost. Wow. I got a little 20-foot PJ buggy hauler. Were those tow mirrors I saw on it? Yep. Okay. Factory. Factory tow mirrors. Factory. Okay. <laughs> I would never do that. I wouldn't put the moose antlers no. on it. <laughs> it's a tow package half ton, all right? <laughs> I rated for like 11K, and I'm at like 10. What kind of trailer have you got? PJ Buggy Hauler. Triaxle or dual? 20-foot dual drive-over okay. fenders. Okay. It's a nice hmm. little unit. It weighs about 2,500 pounds. Drive-over fenders, huh? hmm Wow. Because my truck's 96 inches wide. With the tires? Yep. Yeah. So do you chain her down or do you strap her? Strap it. Really? Yep. I got tire straps. Oh, okay. Okay. I just wrap around and pull to the side. Yep. Yep. Wow. Yeah, that's a nice rig you got, man. And then you got two spares, mm-hmm. bead lockers. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and you popped three off the bead when you got T-Bone. I didn't have bead locks on. Oh, okay. Okay. That's when I That's when I made the swing. So how many rolls do you think you took? Just one. One big fucking One whoopie? gnarly one. Wow. I think what, what stopped us from rolling a lot. Sand? Was the hard hit to that, that passenger corner. Oh, okay. Because okay. it was like we took we took 40 mile an hour of force to that corner. Wow. Crazy part was my windshield did not crack. It didn't crack? Windshield was brand new. But the back window blew out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> mm-hmm. Windshield and hood were the only two things remaining. I would have assumed the windshield went out because... You landed on that four corner. I know. Wow. It was wild. Front so, passenger corner. Yeah. A-frame didn't fucking Front, buckle up into that windshield. Not passenger corner, more like corner of roof. Top corner of oh, roof. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> but that's even more surprising. Yeah. A-frame didn't buckle enough for that fucking windshield to fucking... Well, I had a roll cage. A roll cage held. Yeah, but hitting up front like that, dude. You yeah. said you said the roof warped around the roll cage. I, it I, formed, I, bro. Dude. <laughs> My cage didn't move. That's the that's the thing. Yeah, that is. So this is the that is huge. This is the driver's side. You can't even see, but dude, that's gnarly. Okay, 
You can't. I don't even know if I have a picture of the passenger. Speaking of pictures, don't let me forget. Either we have to take a selfie, or you have to send me a picture for me to post with your episode. All right, we'll take a selfie. Okay, I'm good with that. I was gonna say, if you got a picture with your pre-runner, that'd be a cool one to post. Huh, I could do that. But whatever, it's your episode, so it's up to you. But I could do that. Okay. This is next day. Holy fuck! She's tore up, dude. She's tore up. But she's running. She's running like new, dude. <laughs> Blue K5 swipe on the door and everything. No shaft knock or nothing? Mm -mm. You didn't have to get down and fucking retighten any bolts? No transmission? My motor definitely took some damage from it. Well, yeah, you said he had to pull plugs, spit oil out. Yeah, I think think cylinder ran dry for a minute or mm -hmm. something because I had a little, well, pretty gnarly slap after that. I should have just kept running it, but we pulled it, and I had... Cylinder number one was scarred like an eighth inch deep on the outside. And the piston was just mm-hmm. toasted. So let me ask you, have you up have you updated your crank? Oh yeah. What do you got? It's a Carrillo crank, Carrillo rods, pistons. Oh. It's the whole stroker full rotating stro- assembly. I was, I was gonna get or I was just gonna guess full stroker kit or yep. okay. Yep. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Now, did that? Did you have to custom order that to like the board specs, or did was that kind of a crazy deal? Actually, um, we so my brother's been playing with LSs, and he's like, "I'll build you a motor." So he had a six O iron block in his garage. He's like, "This mm-hmm. is yours. We'll build it." I'm like, "Okay." Iron block. Yep. Okay. And it's a little heavy, isn't it? Well, it's standard. I mean, you get the best bang for your buck, whatever. And it's like, we'll build it. So I ordered a stroker kit, four-weight stroker kit. I'm like, we'll get it bored and honed, whatever, to match the stroker kit once we get it. And we'll be rolling. And we're going to use the heads off my old 6.0 (laughs) intake, blah, blah, blah. And stroker kit gets ordered. My brother goes to do a job for another guy where this guy's like, I want a 6.0. My brother goes to the junkyard, picks up a 6.0 for this guy's build. He's just supposed to throw a cam on it, throw it in his truck. Mm-hmm. Pulls the bottom end off and sees Carrillo stamped. And he's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, dude. Measures the bore and he's like, this is a 408 stroker. What are the odds? It was insane. All in the same time frame, right? Like, my, my kit hadn't even been shipped yet. Wow. My brother calls this dude, and he's like, hey, this is a little more motor than you were asking for. He paid 2500 bucks for a low-mile 6.0. Okay. Aluminum block. Okay, yep. What was he building? That was just going to be an LS2 6.0. Like just a replacement for his... It was going in a Silverado SS. Mm, mm-hmm. And he just wanted a little more power. Yep. And he's like, this is going to be insane. Yeah, you're going to have to beef everything. This isn't really what you wanted. And the guy's like, well... My brother instantly is like, I have a buyer if you don't want to. And he's like, 
Yeah, kind of went back and forth, and like the next day, my brother calls me. He's like, "It's yours." So I canceled the stroker kit order, and we built my 408 stroker for under five grand. Bro, yep. I'm gonna have to follow up with you on this because we want to go LS on the airboat, so we can put a third prop on it. You should go three blade. That way, because it runs dry now, but we want to run like through the front yard dry, mm-hmm. you know. But anyway, carry on. That's, that's... <laughs> I'm just saying, I got to follow up with you because I didn't like if your brother does that shit. Like, I know a few people that do the shit, but like getting somebody that will do it, do it, yeah, is a big deal. Yeah. So if he dabbles more than dabbling, you know what I mean. He would dabble more than dabbling. Okay. For, yeah. Cool. Yeah. For sure. Anyway, so you get. This fucking gold nugget. nugget. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Straight up. Wow. My brother comes home from Minnesota. We put it in there in a weekend, fire it up, and he leaves. We threw like a quick tune on it. Program it. And we went to the sand dunes. I had a guy from the dunes I know hook up to it. He tweaked a couple of things. And then we ripped laps. What? Yep. And... This other guy that has a truck that's been built for like, I don't know, 10 years now he's been building. He's had like six different motors in it. <laughs> he actually, my type of guy. He actually <laughs> actually has money, not like my money. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Where I strike a gold nugget here and there, you know. Yeah, dude. Luckily, lucky investments. Yeah, and he's got a really nice truck. He's really good friends of ours. What's he got? It's a 07 Silverado. That he converted to a pre-runner? Yep. Okay. And it's been 07 body style. It's been 15 body style. It's been 12 body style back to, I think it's 07 now. So does he do the flares on the front stuff? or All, all fiberglass vendors. All fiberglass? Just like mine. Okay. And uh, he, I, I'm coming down this hill back towards like the beach, and I see him. I pull up next to him, look over, and he looks at me. And I just smashed it. <laughs> <laughs> and I just walked away from him. Roostered? No, I, didn't, I wouldn't rooster him. That's, okay. You don't do that. Why? You know him. You do that in Jeeps. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Jeeping it real. You're right. right. You're right. <laughs> I mean, if I had a Jeep, I'd do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not bashing anybody, <laughs> but... <laughs> So I got, I when you have, you, when you have like a you. 60k build, you don't you don't just roost it. Before you know it, you dug you dug yourself into a hole, literally, <laughs> yeah. literally. Okay, so I just hammer it, and he tries to keep up, and he and we made it about halfway around the dunes, come back to test hill. I stop, and he pulls up, and he's like, "Holy fuck!" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> Was he trying to keep up with yeah. you? <laughs> He's like, I'm not, I couldn't touch you. Couldn't catch you, dude. <laughs> and then later on, he's like, fuck you and your junkyard motor, dude. <laughs> Damn, dude. Damn. That's so pretty cool. That is. I wanted to circle back on the, uh, the aluminum block. Because uh-huh. when you said you were going cast to begin with. Yep. Not cast aluminum, but. Going iron. on iron, yep. I was thinking that's a little heavy to be. It's only about 100 pounds difference, believe it or not. Really? Yep. Hmm, okay. That's kind of surprising, because I was thinking maybe like 250 range, 
I was thinking you start hitting rollers, you start jumping it. Maybe it'd be a little more advantageous to be aluminum. I mean, even 100, 100 pounds, it'd make a difference, probably in the air or whatever, but... But not super noticeable? No. Okay. Obviously, and once you start <clears throat> camming it up and doing all that other shit, once you put everything in it, you it's going to be about the same amount of weight, but... Yep. Did you go aluminum heads? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep, they're ported. Yeah. Yeah, blah, so blah, there's... Blah. Yeah. Okay, no, that makes sense then. Only 100 pounds. Yeah. Seriously, undressed block to undressed block. It's about a 100 pound difference. There's a reason you don't see diesels out there, though. On the dunes? Yeah. <laughs> well, you might see them out there, but not jumping. Oh, they're rollers. sinkers, dude. Yeah, dude. That block's a fucking thousand pounds, dude. There's, just, there's one dude, uh, his Instagram tag, Scrap Guy. He's a baller. He's got a Duramax diesel he bought out of um, California. It was a California build by some well-known dudes out there. Mm-hmm. It's I-beamed with like 24 inches of travel in the front. I-beamed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. And in the rear, it's got like 32 inches of travel. It's a crew cab. What? It's beautiful. 32 inches of travel in the yeah. rear? Yeah. I got 26. Dude, he's got six inches on you. Mm-hmm. How does that feel? He weighs 4,000 pounds more than me. Well, yeah. Dude, this diesel with eye beams, bro. <laughs> All right. Wow. When that thing droops out, it's like eight foot tall. It's insane. But he'll jump that. And he's got like a does th- he get thousand, air? thousand horse diesel in it. And he gets air? Oh, yeah. With three foot of travel. Dude, the thing flies. It's fast. It's a, yeah, it's a diesel. I get it. Probably chipped. Oh, it's a thousand horse crate engine. <laughs> there, there. He what the fuck, he runs diesel uh, cigarette boats. Yeah, and he has like three thousand horse crate engines sitting in his barn for backup for his truck and his boat. What? Yeah, dude, I would love to be on that boat. Oh, me too. Fucking twin turbo, just fucking. I'd also probably shit myself, but oh yeah. Yeah, dude. You're like, yep, I yeah, just dude. went. Yeah. Yeah. Surface drive? Huh? Surface drive uh, props? Outboard. Or no, inboard outboard, sorry. Dude, I'll, I'll have to show you a video of uh surface drive prop. I don't really like, know what that is. There's some, okay, let me explain it really quick. I'm do a shitty job explaining it because... My mind's wanting to take all these little tributaries off the main river. But basically, okay, so your surface drive prop, it's like, um, it's just designed to be run high RPM. I can't remember if it's specifically, I know there's hydraulic ones too, but there's like hydraulic lifters, right? Okay. So it's like you set your fucking trim till, and it's it. like locked. But anyway, your surface drive, so the prop might have like, 10 to 14 fins on it. Okay. Okay. And then as you get up on plane, your boat comes up, you trim it up, and literally, like, if this beer cap is your prop, you're just running on the tips. Okay. And you're driving just off the surface of the water. Okay. And there's some fucking videos of these guys where they put a GoPro, and, dude, you can just see them come up on plane, and then their fucking prop comes up, and they go from, like, 80 to 150, dude. And it's designed to just run off the tips of those fucking dude. It's ridiculous. I know what you're talking about. Now that you say that, but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna find a video really quick. 
No, he's running like 36 foot long cigar boat. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> with 2,000 horse diesels in it. That's fucking ridiculous, dude. Yeah. I want to be on that boat. I want to be. I want. Yeah. All of it. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, bro. That's like one of my. That's one of the things that, like, I've always loved boating. Oh, yeah. Being on the water. I like water sports a lot. Yeah. But here's the thing. Okay, here, here here's a good one. If I got to cut this out, I'll cut this out. Probably not going to. Okay. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> what? Dude, that's like six foot of air. That's probably like twelve, if if not more. Yeah, well, yeah, with this, but it's drooped out too. Yeah. So, all right. So we'll fast forward a little bit. Okay, so this guy's. Coming I can see the, the props right there. Oh, but that's nothing. Yeah. See that corkscrew? That's how it's designed to run. Yeah. No, thank you, dude. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Bro. You know what I enjoy the most? Look at that linkage, though. <laughs> I, enjoy, I, I enjoy going about 19 mile an hour, and I'm on a wakeboard in the back. I mean, I get it. But yeah, like, look at that fucking... That dude is traveling so quick. He is flying. Yeah. Flying. That might be like a 150. But that's that's your surface drive props. No. Yeah. Getting it. I'm talking about fucking living, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> On the edge. Yeah, that's 100%. not... 100%. That's not how you guarantee life. That's <laughs> no. how you experience it. Not you at know? all. That's how you appreciate it. I'm running a roll cage doing sketchy <laughs> shit. You're on the water. If you hit at that speed, it's concrete. Anything, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if your body leaves the vessel and hits water, you're hitting concrete. You're, you're dead. If that boat reefs, you're dead, <laughs> It's concrete until you slow down to like 20 and you got a long ways to go. Dude, and that's the thing. Like you were just saying, boarding at fucking 19, that's on the edge, dude. You catch a little bit of air, some velocity coming down, you hit hard. I backflip at 19. Yeah, listen. But you also probably wake up in the morning with some bruises. Like how often do you spill though? A lot. You ever just get like a massive bruise or a fucking slap where you're like, no? I don't know. Also, you're also heavy enough where that probably doesn't occur. I, like, I don't know. Yeah, I think I got a high pain tolerance. I'll I mean, be like full body sore, but pain tolerance is one thing, but bruising is another. I also don't bruise easy. Never have. Okay. I've had some spills where it's like you're trying to figure out what happened, and it's like I was on a tube yesterday. <laughs> like it's like what? <laughs> oh yeah, I dumped, and it's like. You kind of relive that little skip you take, you know what I mean, before you settle down. And I think tubes hurt more than wakeboards. Tubes do hurt more. Tubes hurt. But and you also get faster on a tube sometimes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Not but, every time. But landing upside down on a wakeboard feels better than landing on an edge. I've learned that. Yeah, or towing under. Yeah, so if you're trying you to backflip and you like know you're not going to make it, just stay upside down. Your head breaks the water and you're good. Yeah, but how often have you towed without meaning to? Or, like, not not that anybody means to, but, like, without expecting it. A few times. Yeah. 
I'm just like, you know, jump, wake, catch toe, smack. Yeah. That hurts. <laughs> and it's like that hinge effect, dude, just face first. That hurts. Yeah. Because you still try to hold the rope for yeah. some reason. Yeah. You know? Well, like, I think we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago. Like, it's the biggest thing for me was letting go of the rope. Because, like, once, once your mind kind of disconnects from the fact that you're holding the rope. Yeah. It's like. I almost equate it, or equate it to welding. Like when you're TIG welding and you're feeding rod with your left hand, you don't really yeah. think about it until you're out of rod. Then you're like, right. oh, yeah, okay, I'm done. Yeah. But like the same thing with that rope, dude. You're, like, when you're in the water, you're done. It's, yeah, it's, it's a wrap, dude. You just got to let go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's too late. Yeah, it's for too sure. late. Yeah. You ever barefoot? Mm-mm. Me either. But I've got family members that barefoot. I would try it. I wouldn't try. If I had a good ski boat with like the pole on the side, you know, uh, depending on the time of year. If I did like the the pole thing, I don't think I would get on a rope out back. Depending on the time of year, because Depends. you got certain fish that are coming up to the surface, and you drive a spine into your foot. Fuck that, dude. You can't think about all that shit. No, you can't. But it's a possibility. Like midsummer when you got fish fucking just basking on the surface. Dude, I like to stay on top. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when, when, <laughs> that's a good philosophy to live by i live on top bitch yes All right. <laughs> don't submit to shit if i'm wakeboarding <laughs> I, i've always i don't know what triggered it what trauma i got but if i'm in the water i think it's a huge snapping turtles that were in the lake when i where i grew up if i'm sitting in the water for a long period of time i start to kind of panic Just i think that's little. natural is it I think so. Because if I'm wakeboarding and I crash, I tell the driver, like, make it quick. Yeah. <laughs> I, you come back. I think it's natural, dude, because, like, um, you got to imagine we're still primitive as fuck, even though we have these cell phones and all this technology, <laughs> oh, yeah. right? Like, we haven't, our evolution hasn't caught up to us. Some people's has. Some people. You look at Bill Gates, maybe. <laughs> Pregnant man, you know. But. <laughs> but. I feel like a lot of the, a lot of those fears are like natural. Like some people are aren't scared of snakes, some people aren't scared of crocodiles. I feel like those people are like the people that a tribe would kind of lean on to like clear teepees or whatever. But also they'd be the ones that would be more expendable. But then there's people that would be more prone to be warriors, people that are more prone to be hunters. So I feel like it's it's a natural thing, especially if we're travelers. Yeah. Like, we're all, we originate from the heart of Africa, and then somehow we're on every fucking continent everywhere, which means at some point somebody well, had I didn't, to... I didn't originate from Africa. Humanity did. So it was like, at some point, <laughs> we had to get in a boat or swim a river to yep. get to another patch of land. Yeah. Or across several miles of ocean. And that right now, yeah, we're kind of at the top. So, like, shark populations, people are like, oh, save the sharks. I get it. But, like, 100,000 years ago... You probably couldn't throw a stick in the water without a shark circling it. You oh, know yeah, what I mean? probably. So, so I feel like it's it's more of a natural fear. Now, you know, like you were saying about the pike earlier, you're a massive pike. 100,000 years ago, we didn't have fucking Berkeley. You know what I mean? We didn't have crankbaits. We didn't have fucking, you know, crazy lines and rods and boats, vessels to get out and catch these massive fish. Yeah. We didn't have world record competitions where people are fish. We didn't have pollution in the water. So I feel like it's a lot more natural 
because at a time it was a real danger for freshwater or saltwater to be in the water for a long period of time. And I'm not saying a muskie or pike's going to come get you, but like you were saying, snapping turtles. Dude, a big pike might, though. It might. There's stories of, I can't remember, I think it was in Michigan, a little girl was dangling her feet in the water and a sturgeon, like, gnawed her foot. What? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's nightmare fuel. Yeah. 13-foot sturgeon comes See, up and just like, rips her off the back. Read that, and then I'm like, yeah, I just want to sit in the water, you know, <laughs> on a wakeboard. Just let me sit here, you know, well, with another... my thing dangling <laughs> in my pants. You know, my feet are strapped in, but my thing's there. Maybe they're going to get on there. Another thing I was going to say is, like, imagine vegetation 50,000 years ago or 100,000 years ago. The pollution in the water, I mean, now with, like, runoff from farmlands and shit. Okay, oh, yeah. I can get where there might be more algae blooms, <clears throat> but, dude, the vegetation, like seaweeds and shit, were probably a lot more deadly than the fish. Like, you go under a little bit, you get tangled up in some seaweed, you get lost, like... Probably, because it wasn't used so much. Yeah. I mean, think about all the ski boats going over, like, a seaweed patch now. Oh, yeah. You know, they, they come up to the surface in some spots, but usually they're, like, two or three feet beneath. Because mm. it's getting mowed. Mm. Like your fucking lawn, dude. Turn it up. Yeah. You know? But, like, a couple hundred thousand years ago, if you were just going to take a swim, you're not going to swim through a 300-yard patch of seaweed because you're probably going to get tangled up. There's a... There's a crazy story about the town I grew up in. It's called, the story heading is like a boy who cried, cried wolf. Like let literally. Let me hear it. They, I don't remember it all exactly, but. Where'd you grow up first off? Trufant. Okay. You know where that is? Trufant. No. Is that. You said Trufant, so you don't. Is that like. Trufant. Is that kind of by hell? Who? Hell? No, this is heaven. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> At the time, it was like population of 400. Okay. It was, uh, you know where Lakeview is? Yeah. So southwest of Lakeview, like 15 minutes. Oh, no shit. And I went to Lakeview High School. No shit. Yep. Okay. So, true fent, these kids would go down and play at the boat launch, and apparently one time they yelled help or whatever, and people came, and it was a joke. Well, another time, they were out there swimming, and one of them got Excuse grabbed me. by the seaweeds. And was yelling help, and nobody paid attention, and he drowned. Right there, <laughs> like literally at the boat launch in town. See, that's what I'm saying, dude. I feel it's natural because there's that. Yeah. And then there's like, we, my brother and I like caught snapping turtles that were bigger than the lid of a five-gallon bucket, you know? Yeah. So it's like, those things are just up, popping their heads up. What if what th- that thing just pops his head up to me when I'm just swimming around. Well, it's probably not gonna, but... Let me make you feel a little better. So a snapping turtle, a lot of people think of their snapping, right? Yeah. It's named a snapper. Yeah. That's mainly when it's out of the water. I mean, it will snap to catch fish. Right. But it's a defense mechanism, too. For sure. They think of it because you're grabbing them. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, even when it's underwater... It's still a last line of defense, but, like, I've grabbed a lot of snapping turtles out of the water. Especially bowfish and dude. Mm-hmm. You're lighting up the water. You see this fucking dinosaur crawling on the bottom, and it's like dewey-ewey. And you circle around, and you reach in, 
He grabs this fucker by his dinosaur tail, and it's fine up mm-hmm. until he gets out of the water. Then that fucker turns into an aggressive ass fucking. It's like, all right, dude, I'm out of home. You know, you're losing a finger, right? But even then, like reaching in and grabbing it, it's cool. It's yeah. still gonna try and get away. It'll kind of try and burrow. But the second it comes out of the water, like even lifting it through the column, it's not mad. It's still trying to get away. But once it breaks through the the water, like the surface, hmm. it's another animal. Interesting. So the way I kind of think about it is because it's calling me down thinking about it like that. Because bow fishing, I used to wait around a lot. And, dude, I can think of like four or five times where I've stepped up on something. Because, like, there's a couple places I would I would wait around and shoot fish where it was, like, monkey. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't see past, like, a foot. Mm-hmm. And you're wading in, like, waist-deep water. And you're feeling your way through. And then all of a sudden you feel like a rock. And you're like, let me stand up on this for a second. And then there was one time... Dude, it might have been two five-gallon pellets. It was massive. I stood up on it, had both my feet on it, and then all of a sudden it started moving. And, like, I was like, okay, it's moving that way. There's its head, so I'm going to step off this way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, to its tail, dude. And uh, after that, I started wading around with shoes. I had a specific set of wading shoes, which made me feel better, but you think about it, they're still snapping through that leather. So you didn't have shoes on? No. When you were standing on its back? No. And, like, I couldn't feel, because they've got spines on the carapace and stuff. Yeah. I couldn't really feel the spines, but it was a smooth rock. Okay. And then it started moving. And then after that, dude, I just kind of hopped off it, right? That was that. <laughs> that was that. I wasn't okay. investigating with my feet to see what was what. I'd have trauma for years. <laughs> dude, it's, it, it, it has kind of fucked me up. But what's kind of made me feel better about it is, like, that alone. Just knowing that how many times have I grabbed a snapper out of the water, no issue. Yeah. But then you try and go wrangle that motherfucker in your yard. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're throwing everything you can at it. Sticks, right. fucking ropes. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, so that, hopefully that'll make you feel better. When you're out there floating, don't worry about turtles. You know, I'll try not to think about the one that you stood on and it walked. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if you're in 10 foot of water, you're probably not going to, if you reach that turtle, I'd be more worried about getting back to the surface than any turtles. <laughs> The only turtles that kind of freak me out are, like, the leather bags. Really? <clears throat> Have you ever looked in one's mouth? No. Bro, I used to catch them a lot. I've, se- I've seen them swim. They're fast. Super fast. They're fast. And they're little weird-ass proboscis nose, dude. I've seen their noses. I've never seen their mouth, though. <clears throat> bro. You want to talk about nightmare fuel? High octane, bro. <laughs> they got They got teeth or what? Bro, it's like, have you ever seen Stranger Things? Yep. Okay. You know the Demogorgon? Yeah. And all of its teeth, when it flowers open, it's got all those teeth. Just little rows of them? Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. Gross. Yeah. You Do you know about, uh like, lampreys, sea lampreys? Uh-uh. So they're like this big-ass leech. Some of them get, like, this long. They got a big old sucker. But the sucker is lined in teeth. I'm gonna. I gotta pull both these. Are up they? Just are they you. around here? Oh yeah. What? Yeah. There's there's some rivers I fish in that salmon will be on, and uh, every now and then you see a. I don't know what that is. What's happening? I don't know. This thing just fry out? What the fuck? Hold on. Oh, it's my phone. 
What is he doing? It's that surface drive video, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking jet boat running? Jesus Christ. Okay, all right. We're back. We're back. Uh, Yeah, there's some rivers. It's still running. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'll it'll be be done in a second. So, yeah, sea lampreys. We have them in Michigan. Great Lakes. They feed on fish. No. Yeah. There's there's stories of people that have been swimming and had them like stuck to them. Uh, I'll Gross. Show, I'll show you what it does to a fish. So like, it'll eat a chunk out of a fish. So like, if I catch uh. a catch a salmon that had a lamprey mark on it, and what we do is we have weirs or like lamprey barriers that are like electrical fucking fences in the river. Okay. And the salmon will swim through them, but there's like such a small current, the salmon can make it, won't kill it, but the lamprey will break free. And it can't make it by there, so there's those. So if you were a human and you got bit, it'd look like you got MRSA. If not worse, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what these fuckers look like. They're actually fish. Yeah, no thanks. Or maybe eels. I don't know. Whatever they are. Yeah. Um. But yeah, dude, they're fucking... Yeah. Uh, let me see. Leatherhead turtle or leatherback. Why'd I put on leatherhead? Same thing. They'd probably pull it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a minute. That's not what they're called in Michigan. That's what I call them. Soft shell. That's what I call them, too. They got another name. I don't remember what the proper name is. Hmm. Let me look it up really quick. We can all learn here. Mm-hmm. I feel like an idiot. Soft shell turtle, Michigan. Spiny soft shell. Yeah, That's spiny. What That's what it is. With the spots. Spiny soft shell turtle mouth is what we're looking up right now. I never thought that they were uh, nasty looking. Oh, did they? I mean, they're. Have you ever seen them with their head fully extended? Yeah. They're creepy. <laughs> I used to see them when we go tubing down the river. They'd hop off a log and just fly. Mm-hmm. Dude, they're one of the fastest fucking. Okay. None of these pictures are showing their fucking mouth. Maybe Maybe that's because people don't want to see their mouth. Dude, it's fucking nuts. Like, there's been a few times, like, um, be putting dead bait on the bottom for, like, like cut bait for catfish or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. And you catch one, and you try and get your fucking shit out of there, and it's like, I'm good. (laughs) <laughs> it's like <laughs> we'll just cut that I'm good dude yeah so okay here we go yeah then this isn't a spiny soft shell this is a leather back but that's kind of what it looks like oh if, hell no if you no. can imagine a spiny soft shell is like twice as aggressive like I don't know how their mouth closes no yeah Mm-mm. yep Yep, it's literally nothing but fucking teeth, dude. Wow, and never imagined that. Yeah, and like I said, like you'll take a fucking pair of needle nose, hold their mouth open, and then the second you look in there, you're like, cut them. Yeah, <laughs> <It's laughs> cut this fuck out. I don't want to be close anymore. <laughs> no, dude, it's like I can't believe I'm this close. But you know, they are fish eaters. They swim down fish. Yeah, they're extremely fast, as you know. Right. And it, like a snapping turtle, sit on the bottom and use its tongue like bait. Yeah, snap at fish. This motherfucker, 
its neck is so long and agile because, like, it swims down its prey. So it's like I can imagine <clears throat> if it barely gets a grab on something. It's got it. It's got it. Yeah. Right. You know, kind of like sharks have their, those reverse teeth. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. Scary. So that's about the only thing I'd be worried about. Hmm. Well, thanks for telling me that. Yeah, no, no problem. <laughs> Help me out with the snapping turtles, but not with those. <laughs> well, they they only eat fish, so I wouldn't worry too I much. I used about to them. like tubing down the river, but I don't know if I do anymore. Um, <laughs> have you ever had one like close to you? No. There you go. No, they're more scared of you than that. I have had them swim under, under us. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's their escape route too. They just cruise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the second the, that's the thing is like a snapping turtle will see you and he might slowly try and get away if you get too close. But like one of those spiny soft shells, dude, they can see you from a hundred yards and they're like, I don't want any of that. Yeah, and they're fucking just so like if you're standing in one spot for a while fishing and one comes up on you, usually if you make a cast, he's gone. Yeah, you know, like you said, you might see one swim under you, but they don't. They don't want to be around. Yeah, they don't yeah. want to be close to you. It's kind of like a coyote. Yeah. If it's close to you, assume it's rabid. Right. Or something. Something's wrong. Something, yeah. Something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck, man. I, I, didn't, I didn't mean to fuck with you like that. <laughs> Just take solace knowing that it's good. not going to be a snapping turtle. Just, I don't see leatherbacks where I wakeboard, so we're good. Good. Well, you don't see them, but that's good. <laughs> that's good that you don't see them. <laughs> they're not ninjas. Yeah. I mean, to fish they are, but mm-hmm. to you they're not. Well, you want to do another beer or what? We just crossed three hours. I don't know what you got going on tonight. I don't know. I should uh, maybe drive home. Okay. All right. That's yeah, fine. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you drove. Got about a half hour drive. Okay. All right. No worries. Well, this is fun, though. Thank you. A lot of fun. Well, thank you, bro. This is, uh, I have to do it again. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we will. Well, do you have any th- <clears throat> anything you want to plug? If we're going to wrap her up, you have any Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, any sort of fucking GoFundMe you're trying to do, anything, anything you want to plug. Uh, Instagram is my Ruby Radio or my Ruby Rado. Okay. As in M I Michigan, Ruby Rado. Okay. Rado as in Colorado. So M I R U B Y R A D O. Yes, sir. Okay. That's all you got. That's all I need. That's all. That's it. TikToks. Dakota Johnson 400, I guess. 400? Dude, yeah. where's the 400 come from? Oh, it's an auto-generate. Hell yeah. <laughs> but then I, I got like 12,000 followers now, so. Bomb. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. That's a lot. Posted one pre-runner vid and it popped off. No shit. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. That's good to hear, man. You, uh, I know we're going to wrap it up here, but. Like social media, do you make videos primarily for like a YouTube channel or anything, or just, just your TikToks and just for fun? If it works, I post it. Hmm. I could do a lot more, but interesting. I don't know. Interesting. I like to experience the moment more, I guess. Yeah, but you're doing such a niche thing, like, and I'm terrible at it. Like even at family gatherings, I don't get my phone out till we're about to wrap it up. That's you know? how I am. So I don't get pictures unless my wife does. Right. That exactly. <laughs> but I feel like if we made a conscious effort, you're doing such a niche thing that like I'm not saying you can make a career out of it, but you could definitely make make it part of a career. Oh yeah. Where you're having fun 
post these videos, maybe monetize them. I don't know. But yeah. at least get the word out of what you're doing. Sponsorship, whatever you want to do. Get fuel paid for. Maybe, maybe get a new truck to pull your shit. I got a sponsorship on my beadlocks. No shit. I got half off, as in like, as their, can't remember what they called it, but like their sponsor pricing. No shit. Yeah. Wow. See, and you start doing shit like that, dude. Just start posting. You know what I mean? You get enough followers. People will want to use you to advertise their stuff. Mm-hmm. You can sort through, take what you want, leave what you don't, you know? And yeah. I mean, it might not be a bad thing to get into, dude. Only reason I'm saying this is you're young. You're doing shit you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Why not document it? Other people that are too busy where they can't do the shit they enjoy want to watch things they enjoy. Right. And that's so niche that, like, even if you're just documenting, like, repairs, customizations, you know, upgrades, anything like that, yeah. might not be bad to have it uh, documented. Might help somebody down the road, but it also might help you grow a channel to a point where uh, that's just what you do. Yeah. You know, get a GoPro in the cab, dash cam looking at the fucking, at you in the cab, you know. I've definitely thought about it. It'd be like a long-term goal. It'd be pretty awesome. Dude, you're young enough. I think if you act on it, we're in the age of social media, dude. Just do what you love and it works. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You build it, they will come, dude. Yep. You just got to build the channel. They will come. Like I was telling you, I'm not going to start promoting this till 50, but I've got I've got people in Nigeria that download this shit. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> how, did, how did they find it? No idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? But So, yeah, dude. Uh, my Ruby Rado and Dakota Johnson 400 on... My Ruby Rado is on Instagram, right? Yep. And then Dakota Johnson 400 on TikTok. Yep. All right. We'll look for more. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep the thumb on him. So. All right. All right, man. Thanks again. Yep. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Whistlepig. If you would like to support this podcast, please like and subscribe, rate and review, and follow on social media at Whistlepig Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. You can email questions or comments to whistlepigpodcast at gmx.com. That's G as in girl, M as in man, X as in x-ray.com. And until you hear from me again, get outside, take a kid with you, and stay